Hello, it's Ed Gamble here from the Off Menu podcast that you're currently listening to. I am on tour now. The show is called Hot Diggity Dog. Make sure you go and get yourself a ticket. I'm probably coming to a town near you if you live in the UK and Ireland. And Ireland, Dublin and Belfast. Do go to edgamble.co.uk, buy yourself a ticket, and I'll see you for an evening of Hot Diggity Dog. Hot Diggity Dog! Thank you, James. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Winning is an everyday mindset, and we're here to help. I'm Craig Robinson. Join me and Coach John Calipari for Ways to Win. We're kicking off during March Madness. Cal's Kentucky Wildcats are in the hunt. So throughout the tournament, I'm going to call up my friend to ask about his wins, losses, and especially what he's telling his players in the locker room. You got to win every day. Find the Ways to Win podcast anywhere you listen. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Happy Christmas, everybody. It's the Off Menu Podcast. It's Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day when we're releasing this, but you're very welcome to listen to it whenever you like. Uh, But you may be listening to this on Christmas Day 2022. We hope you're having a day. Yes, it doesn't matter what the day is, but now the day just got better. Because we're here. We're here. Uh, this is just a quick intro uh, because we are today presenting The Great Benito Presents. The Great Benito Presents. The off menu Christmas dinner party recorded live at the South Bank Centre not five days ago. Very excited uh, to share this with you. It was an amazing evening. And also, we were very excited that night because the audience did not know who was going to come on stage, what was going to happen as far as they were concerned. I think a lot of them thought it was going to be a traditional episode. Yes. Where we have one guest on and ask them their favourite ever start a main course dessert, side dish and drink, not in that order. But instead, it was a dinner party format where for each course, we bring out a different guest from the past and we talk to them about Christmas. No, it wasn't for each course, James. Well, that's the way I saw it in my head. Okay. Well, look, it's a fun old thing. Uh, We hope you enjoy it. It was absolute chaos. I don't know how the great Benito has edited it. So, please enjoy the off-menu Christmas dinner party live at the South Bank Centre. Ho, ho, ho. Hello, people of the South Bank Centre. It is Claudia here. You know, the old orange one who doesn't really like water. 
This is the off-menu Christmas Spectacular Live. Please welcome your hosts, Ed Gamble and James Acaster. Thank you very much. Uh, James didn't tell me we were dressing up, uh, and I said, why have you done that? And he just went, ah, I'm the weird one. So, <laughs> bang in character already. Thank you, Ed. Hello, everybody. Ed, why don't you um, tell them what the podcast is? Oh, no, that's your job. I need to do an intro that I genuinely only thought of when I walked onto the stage, so... Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, taking the mincemeat of conversation, putting it into the pie crust of the internet, and spooning over the brandy butter of friendship. Perfect, that's one of his best. That is a good one. That is their gamble. My name is James Acaster. We own a dream restaurant, and every week we invite in a guest, and we ask them their favourite dessert... Uh, uh, oh, what? shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Start the main course, dessert, side dish, and drink. Not in that order. No, definitely not in that order. I know you like desserts, but Jesus Christ, man. Are you put off that there were people still coming in? Yes. Yes. It's very rude to be late to a dinner party. That's what this is, by the way. This is a dinner party. Usually we'd have uh, one guest on, and we ask them their dream menu. Uh, And, hey, that's fun, and we like it. But during the lockdowns, we did some streaming gigs where we'd do a dinner party and get a bunch of old guests back to discuss their old choices, catch up with them, see how they're doing. And that's what we thought we'd do tonight. A bunch of surprise guests, fan favourites, if you will. Are you excited about that? I cannot, I cannot wait for you to see who we've got. It's genuinely exciting. You're going to lose your fucking minds. We haven't got Claudia. No. That did sound like Claudia was backstage, and I only realised that when the announcement was playing out. She's not there. We wanted to cram as many uh, friendly faces uh, from the past in as we could, so we got Claudia to do that, and uh, then, yeah, didn't think that we were maybe teasing you a little bit. (laughs) Plus, James is a traitor, so she won't come on. I'm not 100%. (laughs) Um, That is not true. I'm 100%. Come on, you faithful. Christmas. You're a traitor. You're a traitor. You're a traitor. You can't look me in the eyes. You don't want to look you in the fucking eyes. You've got weird glasses on. Do you know what? I get the sense that person could be a traitor, but they, 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 they lied about being a magician. Well, if you haven't seen the traitors, this has been a complete waste of time, I'll be honest. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I now just think who's a traitor. That's my whole life now. It's figuring out who the traitors are. Um, we've uh, sort of pencilled in this bit of the show for James to write his new stand-up show on stage. 100%. Oh, oh it's this, man. 100%. Oh, let's think about the traitors. 100%. Why am I faithful? Because I know I'm faithful. <laughs> my favourite. That is my favourite defence. They do yeah. it all the time. I don't know. Judging by the reaction, I'd say 75% of the people don't know what the fuck you're on about at the moment. <laughs> Ed, welcome to my tour shows. Because <laughs> I know I'm a faithful, that's why. 
Shall we bring on our first guest, James? Yeah. Yeah, please. Listen, we're excited about everyone tonight, but we apologise for this first one. Genuinely. Condoms. Rubber up. Rubber up for this, this first, first guy. guy horny. This guy is teeming with disease. You've got to rubber up. Those sweets. I threw sweets into the audience. I'd forgotten that I asked Benito to give me those months ago. For the, I, I said, Christmas uh, gig, I wanted to throw sweets into the crowd. And uh, just before I came on, he went, your sweets are on stage. I was like, what? What are you on about? You're, you're high as a kite, Benito. And we'd forgotten that we asked to book this first guest. Shall we welcome him to the stage? Yes. Please this welcome. This person is actually the okay. only person who's ever only done... Fair enough. What? Was I meant to say it with you? No, 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 don't worry, man. You just talk about the traitors for another ten minutes. We'll... I love it. What's what I love about it is that they always go, I'd be fine if anyone accused me. I don't know why everyone's being so emotional. And someone goes, I think it's you. And they go, no! No, man! Better get a wriggle on, because the traitor starts in one hour, 20 minutes. Please welcome to the off-menu Christmas dinner party, Mish Kumar! Yeah. Yes! Here he is! What's this? Ba-bam! Off-menu merch! <laughs> God, you guys lost it for Nish. Imagine Man. what you're going to do when the good guests come on. Oh, yeah. you know what? You honkies can shove it. <laughs> All right. Oh, here we go already. How long did that take for us to get called honkies? <laughs> Just to let you know, Nish, at the sound check when you weren't here, uh, we were like, oh, Nish is coming on stage, then we mimed the first bit of the conversation with you, and I went, Nish, we are not racist, and you've done it quicker than I did in the joke. <laughs> I've got a brand. <laughs> I've got my off-menu T-shirt on. And I've got my off-menu underpants on. One of you on each ball, Benito on the dick. Fair enough, that's where I'd put him. <laughs> I can't believe you two have a menswear collab. Yeah. It's, and We're I don't handsome think this, models. I don't think this is hyperbolic evidence of the decline of the West. <laughs> hey, come on, we had the maid in the East. <laughs> That is, that's good gear. <laughs> you can't have a go at us for that. Come on. <laughs> can't believe we call us honkies, man. In Nish's show, I don't know if anyone's oh, got to see Nish's go. um, solo okay. stand-up I've, show. I've, I've been brought here. I've, I wondered why they'd booked me. Mm. And now I find out it's to air some grievances. Yeah. So, go on, let's have it, colonisers. Welcome to the off... <laughs> you drew first blood, man. Welcome we to the off-menu bone-picking dinner party. <laughs> In this show, yes, his stand-up show, he slags off our podcast and he says, it's crackers talking to other crackers about crackers. <laughs> it's a good bit. I said it was... <laughs> Welcome to the Christmas show. It's crackers talking to other crackers about crackers and crackers. Oh, great. Man, I've got to get off the bench. This guy's on fire. <laughs> I said it was. I said it was irrefutable proof of white male privilege. Yes. 
it's after a long section. It's very difficult to contextualise. It's after a very long section where I talk about me receiving death threats. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitch, I'll sum it up for you. <laughs> I got a therapist. <laughs> Hold on, it's just my show. <laughs> but, yeah. No, your show is. I've got a therapist because Bean stole my missus. <laughs> A good show. That's a good show. It is a good show. I'm More people can relate to that. <laughs> That's a relatable show, man. Yeah. It's one of the least... I like it a lot, but it's one of the least relatable shows in human history. Some of us are up here doing God's work and burying their mental health problems. Thank you very much. <laughs> All yeah. I say is it, there's a very long section that culminates in me is imagining Ed in a documentary about my assassination, mm-hmm. crying, and then I say something about poppadoms or bread, and then when the audience, as they always did, cheered, I took them to task, <laughs> said that the podcast was evidence of white male privilege, Correct. and then I said that you two were so white, the head looks like a Disney prince before the corporation remembered about racism, <laughs> and James is so white, it looks like someone threw a corduroy vest over a ghost. <laughs> And let me tell you, when I saw that show, I thought, fuck, I escaped that very yeah, well. Yeah, you... My girlfriend actually said, oh, Ed comes out of that very nicely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've said he's handsome like a cartoon prince. James. <laughs> when I saw it, he did an extra five minutes on me. <laughs> said I was so white, people could see me from space. <laughs> and you did that because you wanted to deflect from the fact you just ripped your trousers on stage. Yes, I did just rip my trousers off. Okay, I went into a controlled lunge. And that, the, that was the name of the show, wasn't it? <laughs> the gusset of my trousers was compromised. And then James, what did you think when that happened? I thought you... Well, here's what happened. Nish is on stage, and he does a bit where he goes down, and then, and then he stops here, and he goes, ah, now something has happened. And I thought... Well, he's finally shat himself on <laughs> so If you know Nish, then you would think that it will one day happen, and that is what I assumed had happened. You are rolling the dice every time you walk on stage. I'm right? not rolling the dice, okay? Am I frequent in my movements? Yes. Do you never know when those movements are going to come? No. <laughs> is it because I have upwards of 15 coffees a day? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> now, Nish... You are the only ever off-menu guest who has only done a Christmas menu. Are you aware of this? History maker. You've never, you've never actually given your, your dream uh, menu. Not that we're going to ask and you. And I it, never yeah. will! Well, it's lucky we're not going to ask you today. <laughs> but you were very Christmassy. You, yeah, had to do the full, Christmassy. you had to do the full Christmas menu. I now, did the full Christmas menu. Now the Christmas guests do their normal menu and we have a separate section for the, for the Christmas bit. But you did your full Christmas menu. I, I did like the third or fourth episode of this shit, right? I mean, yes. <laughs> Sorry. So I suppose did, so, technically, Nish. I did the third or fourth episode of this uh, uh, estimable, uh, estimable broadcast. Thank and you. so I guess you were still finding the format. Yeah, we're still finding the format. Is there really? a midpoint you could have struck between this shit and estimable broadcast? <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast. That's about what a podcast is. Yeah. Uh, do you like the set, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's for Hey Dougie Live. <laughs> it really is. The, we came in for the tech rehearsal. That screen is covering a big thing that says Hey Dougie. Hey Dougie. <laughs> Luckily, it does look like the inside of James A. Caster's brain. <laughs> yeah, really landed on our feet with this one. 
Nish, do you remember uh, when you came on the podcast originally? Yeah. Um, what you chose for your dessert? Does anyone else remember what Nish Kumar chose for his yeah, dessert? Of course, I any... fucking yes. I remember this because it still gets people are still discovering the show, which is no offence, unfathomable to me. We're like the Sopranos, man. <laughs> still holds up. You go back to episode one, still holds up, man. <laughs> Uh, it was uh, it was a peach cobbler uh, from Jackson and Rye. Yeah. So let's let's do a quick catch up on uh, on what's happened there, Nish. So there was a bit of a, a bit of a campaign we were getting going, wasn't yeah. there? Bring back Kumar's cobbler. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when Nish came on the podcast originally, Jackson and Rye stopped doing the peach cobbler. Yeah. He was very sad about it. Wanted it brought back. Launched a campaign. Hashtag Bring Back Kumar's Cobbler, so we could get his peach cobbler back. And then, as a result of that, what happened, Nish? Jackson and Rye closed. (laughs) Whole business destroyed. Because they didn't bring back the cobbler! They didn't bring back the cobbler. They ended up getting shut down. (laughs) (laughs) And you have shown no... You get to show any remorse, I'd say. I'm sorry, Okay, If I give a business a hint and it doesn't take the hint, that's on me now? (laughs) What other businesses have you given hints? Uh, <laughs> Run us through the business hint list. I said that Microsoft should bring, bring back the paperclip. <laughs> they still haven't. Sayonara Gates, I imagine it'll be in a couple of days. I told Elon Musk to buy Twitter. I didn't shut down Jackson Wright, it shut down. As an immediate result of what you said. <laughs> Coincidentally. The cobbler was good. It was good cobbler. Have you found anywhere else that does as good a peach cobbler, or do you have a new favourite pie? I have a new favourite pie, and I don't know why we're all going through this rigmarole that you don't know what it is, because we are, our only friends are each other. Is this what you're hoping for from the show? The question, do you have a new favourite pie? <laughs> well, if you listen to the podcast, yeah. I imagine, yeah. yeah. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to the show. If anyone did like the question, do you have a new favourite pie, why are you here? <laughs> It's going to be a this long exactly evening. exactly what we're all yeah. here for. In fact, when I said, do you have a new favourite pie, I heard many of you, an audible intake of breath. You couldn't wait to... Someone, someone shout, shout that again. What was it? Willie's Pies. I'm a huge fan of Willie's Pies, but... Oh, yeah? I don't think... Are you from Willie's Pies? Uh, you like, you like Willie's Pies? Well, not what I asked. Just That's good that you like them. What are Willie's Pies? I don't know what Willie's yeah, Pies are. Yeah, I don't know what... What? what? Yeah, you have, James. You've had Willie's pies. They sent sent you two pies for free, mate. (laughs) Quite the pies, I guess. This guy absolutely wanders through life with headphones on, is how I would describe you, James. (laughs) Just opening your mouth every so often when someone taps you on the shoulder and throws a fucking free pie into it. What is a Willie's Pie? It's a company called Willie's Pies. They make really good pies. Are they sweet or savoury? You You had two pies. You had two savoury pies. Pretend to remember it now, am I? I can't remember if if it was the free savoury pie I got or the free sweet one. (laughs) The free sweet one was from Chin Chin, which was a cherry pie, and that was also very nice. Oh, that was great. That free cherry pie was delicious. <laughs> Has this plug gone the way you were anticipating? <laughs> Did you send me a, a Willie's pie? Are you the eponymous William? You're Willie? I'm Willie. 
Is it a perfect chocolate Christmas? <laughs> Thanks for coming, Willie. Thanks for coming, Willie. Sorry about James. <laughs> Listen, I don't remember having any of these pies. So I think Willie is a traitor. <laughs> Because I know I'm 100% man, so you've got to be a traitor. Because I know I'm faithful. If I had a pie, I'd remember it. I haven't, Get I him out of here! <laughs> I still haven't seen this programme, so I'm as in the dark as the visible 50% of you. Yeah. What, what's your new favourite pie, It's Mish? the banana cream pie from Idle Hands in Manchester. It's a superb pie. Oh, my God, it's a good... You've had it. I've had it. Talk us through what you like about it so much. People like this stuff. It's People got... like to hear the, the, a, a very detailed description of the banana cream pie. The crust and why is you love thin it. but sturdy. So... <laughs> Were you expecting other people to whoop that bit? <laughs> thin but sturdy? Were you whooping for thin or sturdy? <laughs> Maybe. Thin and sturdy is a pretty good description yeah. of you, actually. Yeah. Oh. It's an Acaster base. Yeah, it's an Acaster. Thin yeah. and sturdy. Oh, it's an absolute Acaster base. And yeah. let me tell you, if it's put under any pressure, it collapses. <laughs> <laughs> Crumbles immediately. And it's best when covered in banana cream. <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again. I like it when you go blue. Thank you. I wasn't being blue, but fair enough. I just genuinely love banana cream. I would love to be covered in it. I wasn't a sex thing. Yeah, but for, there's so many people here that for someone, that is their fetish. Yeah. Yes, yes. I probably said that. And there's at least one weirdo. Willie popped a boner. Who went, shall we? <laughs> Willie, put your boner away. <laughs> put it back in the pie where it belongs. <laughs> A Willie sat there. He came here tonight and he was like, I'll just I'll do some guerrilla marketing. I'll just shout out Willie's pies as soon as possible, and there'll be a chat about it that we can definitely clip out and use as part of our next promotional push. Nope. Nope. I didn't remember eating the pie, and now I think you're a sex pervert. <laughs> I guess that's your life now. Order our pies now, as recommended by James Acaster. <laughs> your boner back in the pie where it belongs. <laughs> there, people would not buy it. I think people would buy that if that was, if that was the slogan. Five other people in here who are no longer planning to shout out the name of their food business. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly though, Willie, if I had to fuck a pie, it would be one of yours. Interesting question. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Give him my answer. That's, oh, a, that's I, a tough one. I'd go nuts deep in the banana cream from Idle Hands. Yeah. Of course you would. Of course I would. I'd want to... I'd, I wouldn't have fucked the... Uh, <laughs> the same pie that Jason Biggs fucked in American Pie. After? Well, sloppy afterwards. seconds, man. I'll go in for seconds. Sloppy it's seconds. A, no, it's a mess after he's done that. It's a fucked pie. Yeah. You see the pie. It's just an absolute mess of crust and jizz. But that's the most famous pie anyone's ever fucked. It would be an honour and a privilege. <laughs> So he oh, fucked man. that pie about 25 years ago. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you, would you come in, is it like a deleted scene in American Pie? <laughs> that you sneak into the kitchen after Eugene Levy's just caught him and then you start fucking the pie? Or is it the pie now? Yeah. It was at the time, and in the scene, if you remember, 
He turns to face Eugene Levy and you see his butt, and that ain't going to be Jason Biggs's butt. He probably had a butt double. So someone probably did fuck that pie <laughs> alongside him. Alongside? Both, yeah, like Biggs was doing it from the front, and then he slid it off, and then the butt double puts it on. Yeah, well, uh, hold on a second, but you only see him from behind, so there's no need for him to have had the pie on his dick. So is the butt double Daniel Day-Lewis? Yeah, he wants to be going method. He was like, I can't just pretend. Yeah, I can't just... My butt won't be clenching in the right way if I don't have the pie on my erect penis. Listen, man, I'm no Hollywood superstar. (laughs) Director. Excuse me, mouse. Excuse me, John Mulaney the mouse. Uh, I think quite a few of us have seen Cinderella, the mute, not the, not the famous, Cin- the other yeah. one. The other one, it was a charming cast. Do you remember it? Yes, I remember the full cast. Yeah. All my friends were on a WhatsApp group. <laughs> Are all the mice on a WhatsApp group? Yes, we, we're not, we can't message on the WhatsApp group after midnight. <laughs> Ramesh the mouse, James Corden the mouse. And James A. Caster as John Mulaney, the mouse. <laughs> Is it common knowledge that you replace Mulaney? Yeah. I think it's getting to be common knowledge now. <laughs> it's uh, spreading around a little bit. We've spoken about it on this podcast numerous times, I think. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've met some of John Mulaney's friends. And I never met John Mulaney, but I've met some of his friends. And they're like, oh, you played John the mouse. <laughs> so it's getting around. No way did any of John Mulaney's friends come up to you and go, you played John the mouse. Seth Meyers said it to me. Seth Meyers said, you oh were John God. the Mouse. Someone on the front row actually went, ooh! ooh. <laughs> uh, Nish? Yes. Would I would fuck the pie from Idle Hands. Yeah, well, you've already said that. We, we, yeah. we know you would do it. Yes. But um, would you like to... Uh, you know, this is being recorded and we're going to release yeah. it as an episode. Is there anything you'd like to say to Idle Hands if they're listening? Oh, they know I love their work. They know how big of fans I am. I've mm. met the people that run it. They actually offered to make me a full banana cream pie to take back on the train. And, and I No, well, and I refused because I said, I don't trust myself. <laughs> Just you on the train fucking a pie. <laughs> Is that Jason Manzoukas? <laughs> but is there anything I should like to say to them? Maybe an apology. Great. Why would I apologise to Idle Hands? I'm one of their biggest fans. You don't want to apologise. It's a great coffee shop. It's in Manchester. The coffee's amazing. The cakes are incredible. You don't want to apologise for the last time you were in there. I don't want to. Yes, I want to apologise for you and Daniel Kitson whinging. About what? A fart. <laughs> a fart. Just a fart was in there when you arrived, was it? Yes. It was hanging around like one of the ghosts from Ghostbusters. It was the worst one ever. You say that about um, all my farts. Only Nish would say that, that sentence, as if I'm the bad one in <laughs> You say this about all my farts. I fart... OK, I farted at Idle Hands. A. Castor and Kitson made a big song and dance about it. End of story. Fair enough. So do you think it's them complaining and always saying your farts are the worst fart ever? Yeah. Or are you upping yourself every single time? I don't know, man. You smell quite a lot of my farts yeah, in your time. Why don't ab- you... Absolutely awful. <laughs> As I say, hell. I drink upwards of 15 coffees a day. I eat quite a lot of spicy food. Quid pro quo. Uh, is there anything you'd like to say to the staff of the Coach and Horses? <laughs> <laughs> What is this? This is your fart? What the hell is going on here? 
I wasn't there for that one. That was the other night, but I got four separate texts from different people about that fart. Let me guess, the coach and the horses. <laughs> the horses are fucking glue now, man. <laughs> also, I like seeing the coach and horses. I haven't seen them since Cinderella, man. <laughs> it's great to see them again. I, my body doesn't process lager well anymore. I had a couple of lagers with James A. Caster, and I farted, and then he complained a lot about it. Yes. I believe that that bit of the story is reasonable. <laughs> to anyone... Anyone here? Oh, he's just annoyed because I didn't claim responsibility. Like the IRA. I... No, the IRA would have phoned before they oh, did yeah, the Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I claimed responsibility. Like I claimed responsibility afterwards. Like the cowardly IRA. <laughs> Solid joke from Acaster there. <laughs> what did he say? More like the IBS. <laughs> that's pretty good gear. I slid it under the radar. That's how I do my jokes on the pod. Normally... I say him into the mic, the guest doesn't hear me, and I look at Benito and he goes, that's all right. <laughs> we got it. Uh, should, we give, should we give Nish his uh, Christmas gift? We're giving everyone a Christmas gift today. Yeah. Um, now, Nish, in, in your show, uh, you talked about uh, us getting away with it, and, you know, we're just crackers talking to crackers yeah. about other crackers. We get a lot of a white privilege, and yeah. you get death threats, yeah. uh, and get bread rolls thrown at you. So we thought he'd give, uh, give you a little Christmas treat today. Oh, God. Under the cloche. You now have free reign... This Christmas, lift it up, to throw some bread rolls at us. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> right, I now regret being the one who handed it over. <laughs> <laughs> and one for luck. Oh, wrong way! <laughs> Looks like the Disney prince just got away with it again. Fucking <laughs> Disney prince. See how... Now, Nish, see how quickly we can all turn to hatred. Yes. I'm converted. We've leave learned, means leave. <laughs> we've learned a valuable lesson here today. <laughs> well, Number two! <laughs> That's what you shouted in the coach and horses. <laughs> James, should we, uh, should we bring our next guest on? We should bring our next guest on. Nish is going to stay here. Nish is going to um, stay here. We're... Oh, right, right in the schnoz. Thank you very much. Yeah, we're doing it like Graham Norton, but a bit different. Yeah, a bit different in that uh, everyone is a maniac. <laughs> Fucking hell, yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for your next guest? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm not sure you are. No, probably not. <laughs> they love sweets. <laughs> Maybe a bit too much. Please welcome... <laughs> Rosie Jones! <laughs> I don't think we need a microphone. <laughs> yeah, we knew this would happen. Sorry, I'm in your way. Do enjoy this. Look who just became the pie. <laughs> oh, God. That. Yeah, Merry fucking Christmas, everyone. And um, this wasn't happy with me. 
No, I mean, I, I don't think that that's unreasonable. When I walked into the dressing room, you just started pointing at your vagina. Yeah. And then you just said, look at my vagina. Which is, I, I'll admit, an upgrade on what you previously do, which is slowly honk your breast whilst making eye contact with me. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie doesn't do that to everyone, Nish. It is that, like, to me, today you decided to sing You Raise Me Up and then you tickled me. So that's nice. That's nice. More whimsical. Although, actually, the last time I saw you, Rosie, you held eye contact with me for ages and then slowly lifted at your top and flashed me. <laughs> So like many it. people saw your breasts at that party. Oh, yeah, you know what? I was having a good tip day. Love <laughs> <laughs> appreciation no. for that. No, no, no. Wait, praise the fucking God you're having a bad tip day today, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Edward. <laughs> what? Every day say good today. <laughs> I do want to chat about good and bad tit days more, but I don't know. James is giving me a look as if to say, let's get off this path of conversation. I'll happily talk about a good or a bad tit day. I, I just don't know what I've got to add. <laughs> what delineates, what qualities delineate a good tit? I'm like the Parkinson of this. <laughs> What delineates a good tit day from a bad well, tit day? To be finished, <laughs> if there was a god, which, spoiler alert, no. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Come on! Um, And there was a god who was like, right, we're going to make a Rosie Jones. And um, we haven't made a disabled one <laughs> for ages. And could be a bad day at the office. What can we do to, like, raise me up? <laughs> I know we'll give her great tips. <laughs> so... Rosie. Yeah. So, I mean, it's difficult for me to pick out the most problematic part of that <laughs> sentence. Oh, I think it was like... I think it all cancelled itself out. It was so problematic, it became fine. God made a disabled person and described it as a bad day at the office. <laughs> but uh, it had a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gave so, a great tits. You know, every day I wake up and I go, oh, another day having terrible poetry. And then I look down <laughs> and I go, actually, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs>
Man. I wish God did that for big dicks and diabetics. <laughs> Man, that, that would have kept you afloat in the tents. <laughs> You're going to be okay, son. <laughs> Are you imagining it got massive when I fell in the Thames and contracted diabetes? <laughs> it sort of went up like a life jacket. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's a fisherman shouting to you. You're yeah. going to be okay. That's a fisherman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at your dick. Look <laughs> at your dick. <laughs> that had to be a big pie. Big yeah, pie for that. big pie. Big pie. Willie will sort me out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Willie's left. Yeah. Oh, that guy's gone home. He's crying on the train home. We ruined his night. He's holding a pie with James and Ed written on it, just crying into it, and just in the back of his mind thinking, "Well, at least I get to fuck this one." Now, Rosie, there was a lot of controversy about your menu. Yeah, I'm actually quite angry. Yeah. Can, can I say before you? By all means. So I'm arguably a very famous, successful, rich comedian. Yeah. What a huge huge amount of argument there, Jones. Didn't know about the rich bit. Um, I've written three books about my own travel show. I've, I've been on every fucking panel show there is. Um, I'm a pretty big deal. <laughs> you forgot to mention your tits. <laughs> yeah, also great tits. Um, Whatever I'm out and about, whatever people say to me is, yeah, you're off menu. I'm like, fucking hell! <laughs> Those pricks. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. Well, thank you for making me famous. Well, well, you're welcome, Rosie. But really, it's down to you and the menu you chose because people Awful. remember it because... Well, yeah, so Ed's still... It's probably Ed's least favourite menu ever. Hates Dreadful. It. Well, 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 worse than oh. Domit. No, but we don't talk about that guy anymore. No, he's... he's that guy's he's, been banished to ITV. <laughs> banished? <laughs> oh, I love when people get banished. You have been banished, Joel. Because you had a protein shake. You may reveal if you are a traitor or a faithful. And then Joel goes through a trapdoor. You've got to know two reality shows to yeah. get that. You've got to know a lot of stuff there. But Rosie, you're, I, didn't, I, I didn't care for your menu hugely. Crisps and, crisps and sweets, mainly, yeah. wasn't it? Should we read? Should we read out all the all the crisps? Uh, yes, please, because everyone will fucking love it. This is Rosie Jones's dream starter. It is entitled. You worded it. Three hours of crisps. <laughs> yeah. Ed, if you please. I would argue that a lot of these aren't crisps either, Rosie. 
Well. Twiglets, Pringles, bacon rashes, onion rings, salt and vinegar sticks, peanuts, cashew nuts, cheese straws, hula hoops, Doritos, every flavour. Knickknacks, only barbecue rib flavour, crinkly midi chitinini cheddars, pretzels, watsits, cheese quavers, space raiders, all in separate bowls, plus surprise snacks every 20 minutes. Wait, so your menu was just all of the food? No, that's a starter. That's the starter, Nish. That was her start. I mean, her menu was all the food, because main was tap- tapas with a lot of stuff. Well, actually, I think you'll find the, the, the exact title was tapas every dish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't talking about the food. <laughs> and dessert was like three hours of sweets or something. I had marrowams. Jelly Babies, Jelly Beans, Dolly Mixtures, Strawberry Laces, Rainbow Pencils, Chocolate Buttons, Revels, Chocolate Pretzels, White Chocolate Mice, and in brackets, Childhood in a Little Mouse. I don't know what that means. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) Childhood in a Little Mouse. And once again, separate balls. What? Basically, what are you complaining about? At the moment, I'm just confused about Childhood in a Little Mouse, Rosie. Some guys' careers are in a Little Mouse. (laughs) Love you, Cinders. <laughs> Did you say to anyone, or do you remember them little white mice? Everyone will go, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I used to... My childhood is a little mouse. Okay. Some little white mice are so white you can see them from space. <laughs> I used to eat those little mice before my dick went massive. <laughs> Simpler time. <laughs> this is going to be the shortest podcast ever. <laughs> yeah, organizers getting me and him out at the same time. Well, I'll be honest, Rosie, we're just happy he hasn't pushed you over yet. <laughs> Yeah, that's bad. Isn't Nish pushes her over? I've quite never a lot. pushed her over. She pretends I've pushed her over, what? and then people take photos, and then the, she shouts, "The man from the Mash Report pushed a disabled girl." Yeah, um, which, which is inaccurate. Why? I've never pushed Rosie Jones over. Yeah, and you're not on the Mash Report anymore. <laughs> why? James. Yes. Is this being filmed? I mean, it can be if people want to film it. No. <laughs> no. Wow. No, definitely not. <laughs> that, is, that is the absolute opposite of venue policy. <laughs> Talk throughout, latecomers welcome, <laughs> film away. Is it just audio? Just audio. Yeah, yeah. Just right. your, your good right. tip day was for nothing, okay. Rosie. Her niche. <laughs> this is absolute audio dog shit. Rosie. Believe you push a disabled girl over. I'm, I'm so sorry, Rosie. Oh, he's throwing bread rolls at her. He's throwing bread rolls at her now. Oh, no. The man who used to be on the night. 
a piece of shit, and I've said it before, and I'll say wow. it again. Oh, wow. I don't what? think you're disabled. Insult. Wow. Insult to injury. Wow. 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 Well, that is... I think she's wow. lying about being disabled. Wow. That is very damning. Disgraceful. Oh, dear. I'm not saying that I'm not disabled, <laughs> but if I was pretending to be disabled, it's uh, gone quite well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Also, you got to love Rosie checking that it's only an audio medium and still getting and on the still fucking doing floor. <laughs> Is it what an audio the... or down on the floor? <laughs> what would you have done if they'd been filming it? Cut it off and then done it. Yeah. We would have we would have put it in in post. It was fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rosie, we got you a gift as well, James. Oh, I think, yeah, yeah, we've got you a gift, Rosie. Of course oh, we have. Well, we don't need two clutches for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever... Oh, great. <laughs> what a classy way to refer to breasts. Couple of cloches. Lovely couple of cloches on it. Yeah, a double cloche. <laughs> What's under the robot tit? <laughs> Robo tit. Go for it. Oh, do you on your lap? Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Rosie. <laughs> There we go. Right. Every crisp from your order. I am <laughs> fucking hell. That went even better than we imagined. Yeah, that was brilliant. Oh. We're going to bring our next guest out now, Rosie. Um, no. No. I think you'll be excited. I think you'll be excited to see them, though. Just, um, I mean, it's going to be off-putting because you're going to smash your fucking face into those yeah. in a minute, aren't you? What am I going to do about... What, do you, do you want, want them there? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that your first thought? You could just uh, eat those. Uh, Shall I move them to the table? Yeah. But, but can we make sure that everyone knows it for me? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone's going to make this, that mistake, Rosie. This, yeah. This isn't a Fucking shaving situation. It's probably right to headline that because I'll be honest, it does look like one. Yeah, I can see how you would look at that, Rosie, and worry that people would try and share that. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for making that crystal clear. Honestly, this is fucking amazing. Do you want me to move the crisps? Yeah. You, you, you Nish, did a pose is, like the lady it, in Flash Dance. This is lovely. This is a lovely moment, Nish, and it's not. It won't go as well as a full apology for what you did earlier, but it, yeah. I will Nish. never apologise. Nish, stop eating the crisps. Why are you eating all of Rosie's Nish, crisps? Stop eating Rosie's crisps. <laughs> Nish, stop it. I hate podcasts. Just because it's Christmas, we don't need a pantomime villain, Nish. Let's get, let's get our next guest on, James. This is our final guest of the first half, and then we have an interval. Uh, very much looking forward to welcoming this guest. Sorry, Rosie. Uh, I mean... I mean, you've, you, I mean, you've left some crisps on his seat, I'll be yeah. honest. <laughs> Don't know how delighted let's, they're going to uh, be. I mean, that is... Yeah. That is let's absolutely that disgusting. Quite Don't eat them off the floor! Why are you applauding? What were you applauding? 
Rosie, oh, you no. can make, make, make a crisp sandwich. Make a crisp sandwich with, okay. the, uh, with the bread roll. Applauding a disabled woman eating crisps off a floor. Yeah. It's like a s- think scene I'd... from a goddamn Ken Loach film. Think... But Nish, Nish, why is she on the floor again? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Boomer. 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 Oh, of course, you've fallen over the classic way everyone falls over. (laughs) This is your doing, Nish. Yeah. I am absolutely thrilled I invited my mother to this show. She can see, glimpse her real son. Right, both both of you sit down. We're going to bring our final guest of the first half on. Sit down and behave yourselves. Sit down and behave yourselves, please. Tell her to behave herself. There are okay. so many yes. Pringles. I'm going to be honest, I mean, there's a full, all... sta- full stack on that plate, Rosie. You can but... have a Pringle yeah. if you like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to bring a national treasure out. <laughs> Pop yourself down. Oh, my God. Okay, final guest <laughs> of the first half. Please welcome to the stage, Bob Mortimer. Why did you push? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't see what was yeah, it was about. Bad, yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. Well, you heard it, Bob. That's all you needed. I to would say. have expected this shit from Reeves. <laughs> oh no! Don't so you've got a granddad at your Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. You're you need one, like, don't you? Yeah, I always need a nice granddad at the Christmas party. <laughs> Do you just want me to snore? <laughs> yeah, you You're just here to provide some sort of audio atmosphere, Bob. To be honest. Is that what your, what your Christmas party is usually like, Bob? Yeah, just watching old men snore. <laughs> just go around the backs of houses, look through the windows. Yeah. Take it off. <laughs> a ginger. <laughs> War vet. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Those old guys can snore. They can. They're good at it. They're very good snore. I thought that I was going to be doing like a Christmas menu, but that's not... No, no can, unless you, know. you want to talk about your Christmas menu, but there's so many uh, memories from the episode that you did that people would want updates on. Um, <laughs> I, I would love to know how many Odeon cinema hot dogs you've eaten since we last saw you. I haven't been to Odeon, oh, but no. my son, Harry, yeah. found... Um, is there a supermarket in London called Farm Fresh or something? Or farm Fresh? Yeah. Whole Foods, yeah. Whole Foods. Well, the, that's very different to Farm Fresh, Bob, I'll be honest with you. Different. You've literally picked the two opposite ends of the spectrum, <laughs> no? I'm guessing Farm Foods is... Far, yeah, Farm Foods are not great, I'd say. Whole Foods is the most expensive supermarket in the country. You can't get snobby about these things. Do you spend much time in B&M? What's that? What's what a shop, ladies and gentlemen, though, innit? You know what? You go into BMN, B&M, B&M, James, yeah. and you discover that they do orange diams, diams. Oh, diam, yeah, yeah, diams, dimes. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd go with dimes, diams, diams. But yeah. we had this when Bob was on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that they're spelled the ones that you see are D A I M, 
Do I see different ones? <laughs> <laughs> it's like how cats see in black and white. You know, we're all... <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they're available anywhere, but I've, I had my first Nando's tonight. Yeah. So this is big news. I've just had it. I understand what the fuss is about. Was it nice? Juicy. Juicy. Yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's, it's quite tart, you know, spicy. Yeah. And the chips are pretty good, aren't they? Yeah, good chips. But when I asked you what you were ordering from Nando's, what did you say, Bob? A number two. What's <laughs> <laughs> the second Nando's of the evening? <laughs> but you're too late, sir. No, there's always a queue when it, at, bl- at Blue Water, when I go Blue Water. Oh, yeah, Blue so Water I Nando's. I understand now. Yeah. I've yeah. got a Toby Carvery gold card. Did I tell you that? No. <laughs> No, you, you didn't tell us that, and congratulations on being alive still. On <laughs> being, being still being alive. Anyone who has a to- Toby Carberry gold card? That's a one-way ticket that, to the mall. Does that mean? What does that mean? Because it's already unlimited salad. <laughs> does that mean free Toby Carberry? Free up to a hundred pounds. <laughs> Only, but that's a month. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hundred pounds yeah. a month. It's yeah. not quite the gold card, you know. But so you've got a voucher, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much are you paying for it? I've got a hard voucher. <laughs> a small hard voucher. So yeah. What, what's how, your? How do you? If you're using the gold card, how do you hit up Toby Carvery? What's your route around the Toby Carvery? Yeah. Well, we go to the Carvery. <laughs> No, sorry, I'm not being facetious. Go no, 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 no. Hey, no, but what are you, no, what are you having? What's your, what are you picking up from the carvery? Well, you, if, you, if you get two meats, you get four slices of meat. Yeah. If you get three meats, you get three. So that's just a little tip if you're a Toby kind of <laughs> So you should always go for two meats. <laughs> if there are any Toby jugs out there. <laughs> and a large plate, get the Yorkshire pudding, and then onto the gravy station. For a short prayer. <laughs> Before dining. Do, do, do you know? Why? Um, why? Now, now, back to the meat. Yes. So you're saying two meats and four. Four slices. That's eight slices of three, of three. That's no. 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 No, uh, you've, you've willfully misunderstood that, Rosie. Also, no, no, you, you, you completely overestimated the yeah, Toby yeah. Carvery there. Why? Also, clearly what was happening was you were listening and then you started looking at the crisps and you got distracted. <laughs> for two meats is four slices in total. Am I correct, Bob? Oh, two, slice, two slices of each meat. I thought you meant... Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> what did that You thought Bob meant... That if you get two meats, you get two of each meat. Yeah. If you get three meats, you get three of each yeah. meat. And you were looking at all of us like, why do you think that's a better deal? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I want nine slices. Yes. Is nine. there a way you can get nine slices, Bob? Are there nine meats? Yeah. <laughs> Do you well, we asked the big questions. I mean, it's pod. huge. It's Let's a huge see. question. Bob, how now, many now meats you, can you name? Now you've misunderstood your own question. How Bob, many meats can you name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one said there were nine meats. We were saying three meats, three. But please, I'd love us to name nine. nine Let's meats. see if Bob can do it. I think we could. Is it, is it full of meat? Do you include the offals? We can. Uh, well, can I, you I guess... slice? Can you slice offal? <laughs> <laughs> 
You slice liver for sure. Yeah. Um, oh. Wait, how are we delineating this? Are we delineating it by animal or by no. cut of meat? Oh, no, it have to be animal. It have to be animal. By animal, it's right? Got to whilst, be animal. whilst we're on offal, uh, Bob, you talked about tongue uh, quite a lot on your off menu yeah, episode. I do like ox tongue, yeah. Yeah, and uh, a butcher sent me a tongue. Right, you lucky lad. Off the back of that, I'm a real influencer now. Yeah. I've got a massive tongue through the post. <laughs> it's a very sad story, actually. Yeah. A, a butcher kidnapped Ed's wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's still in the freezer. Yeah. Good luck to her. So, nine meats. Well, there is, isn't there? <laughs> well, I don't think not unless you name them. Could you do, how many do you think you could name? The chicken meat. Chicken meat. Yeah. Always, always follow it with meat. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. Your, your luncheon meat. Yeah! Second. Second one. Bob, luncheon. Really? luncheon meat, second. Chicken to luncheon. <laughs> this is unorthodox. What animal is luncheon? Luncheon's the pig. Pig meat. Ah. So, are we, are we going to say pork? Pork, yeah. Pork meat. Are we saying, is that separate to luncheon meat? If, well, if you're not giving it, I'm fine with that. It's a tinned meat. Other nine tinned meats. Pork, pig... No, they're the same. <laughs> sorry, I, 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 I'm so, I feel yeah, like... Yeah, the old pork pig. Yeah, pork pig. Pork pig, hog. <laughs> Oinker. I think that... Uh, uh, <laughs> right into the mic. You're right into the mic, is it? <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> We're having a game of pork pig, hog here. If you don't mind. Chicken. You go pork and chicken. So oh, we're far. going ahead with this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're playing nine meats. You chicken, cow, pig, lamb. Lamb and sheep, similar. Very similar, niche at least. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 the lamb is a, a young sheep, so I don't know what... I don't understand the parameters of the game, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to hazard a guess well, that meats. they're not going to allow lamb and sheep. No, we, mutton. Are you going to go mutton, mutton, niche, mutton? Can you name nine animals that you can slice? One hand. <laughs> I suppose that's, that's it, essentially it? it, yeah. Would you, ever, would you ever go up to a horse? Perhaps not a horse. Go up go, to it. Give it a stroke and then bite a chunk of the meat off. <laughs> It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did, let's stop talking about meat. Well, unless you want we to talk about processed meat or pocket meats. I won processed meat man of the year last year. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got a trophy and everything came through the post. What's it made of? <laughs> for advocating processed meat. I suppose because of your podcast. Right, so you won an award because of the pod because well, you advocated for processed meats. Yeah. <laughs> And then you won Processed Meat Man of the Year. Yeah. It's rather beautiful trophy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Bob, to be, to be fair, I take that as a huge compliment, but I think you have talked about pocket meats on various platforms. Yeah, but a pocket meat's not necessarily a processed meat. The finest not? pocket meat is a chicken. Or a sliced ham. Of course. Pepperami and the like are the easiest, but, yeah. you know, that's go, a, go the a, extra those mile. Are, those are top pocket meats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, the little, or the little coin pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The little coin pocket. nice inside pocket, oh, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's an IPM, oh, if no. ever I've heard one. The 9pm sausage. That's an IPM, an inside pocket meat. I've immediately created an acronym <laughs> for my own amusement there, Bob. I thought you said 9pm meat. What? <laughs> It is the perfect 9pm meet, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's 9pm somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Have a little nibble. It could become a habit. 
Yeah. Watch out. Well, that's good you won that trophy. It is good. I'm very proud of you for doing that. Did Nish come last in that when you won it? Why would I come last? When Bob the won? The person who was oh, least yeah, advocated. You're making a taskmaster yeah. dig. Oh, sorry. Was I? That Did show. you come last in t- Taskmaster? Yeah, I came last in your Taskmaster. No. Bob. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. I Nish didn't know you'd come last, Nish. No, that is. Oh. Bob, Bob doesn't even remember that Nish was on the series. <laughs> the Willie's Pie of Taskmaster. Nish Kumar. Every time Nish's task came on, cut to Bob, he's eating a pepperoni out of his inside pocket. <laughs> it's 9pm somewhere. <laughs> I did. I came last, and that's why James is getting a dig in. I'm just asking if Nish came last in the, in uh, the processed process meat competition. Look, look at my body type. <laughs> Do I look like I would come last in a processed meat competition, James? I'd come a, a creditable silver and be honoured to follow Bob Mortimer. <laughs> I think also just comedians who won that award. Yeah. The was there a ceremony? No, it literally just came through the post. <laughs> I'm not, I promise you, there was no, you know... There was no I heads get, up. I you suppose were... I hope you're going to f- photograph it. <laughs> photograph it. And, you know, give them publicity, processed meats. But yeah. it's just generic. It wouldn't have been any particular meat, a processed meat. You shouldn't eat processed anything, should you, really? I think that's... Oh, uh, oh don't talk like they're going to take that trophy whoa, away. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think you should only eat processed meats. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow is a knock on Bob's door. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bob, uh, is it good to be alive, son? Yeah, um... You've asked that of your oldest guest. I suppose, that, I suppose that is appropriate. Well, it's what you like to say to your son when you uh, mix the, the mustard oh, and the ketchup sauce. Yeah. You mix the mustard and the ketchup sauce on the Odin Cinema hot dog and you say, it's good to be alive, I'd son. imagine good, if, if Bob good. didn't remember that, that was a very harsh thing to say. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, I was mortified when I saw the look in your eyes. Quite a lot of sadness Bob. there. And you made it go so quiet as well. Yeah. Bob. Is it good to be alive? It's good to be alive. I felt like I was counting every day, you know. <laughs> it's, um, I was saying, so what, just in case, just to finish that off, at Whole Foods, is it Whole Foods? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. They've yeah. got a replica, um, uh, a hot dog sausage that is as good as, it's German, and mm. it is as good as the Odeon one, I oh, reckon. Because wow. I haven't beaten the cinema since, since off menu. Have you not? Not been, no. Oh. Is that because you discovered podcasts and don't need films anymore? <laughs> I don't know why I haven't been, really. I stopped during pandemic, um, and my son's left home. I know, and the water's... There's no water in Tunbridge Wells at the moment. <laughs> been off for five days. What? Yeah. No! Yeah. No water. Five days? So, yeah, when what? you say I'm glad to be alive, I'm not so sure, James. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could go either way on that. Oh, Bob, I didn't know things were that bad. <laughs> so no one's letting you swell their hot dog and mustard if you've got no water in Tunbridge Wells. Got no water? I'm not using mustard instead. Is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> if you had to use a condiment to wash Great in... Great question. You've got to pick one condiment to wash in, Ooh. maybe for the rest of your life. Am I washing my entire body, face? Your yep. entire body, your face and everything below. My teal. Um, and everything behind the face. Oh. And you can't, you, can't avoid, you can't avoid any bits. What's behind your face, James? Your mind? Is that what you're thinking? Back of the skull. Back of the skull. All the way down. Back. I like that that was the deal-breaker in your mind. 
And before you start trying to get out of it, back of the head as well. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that easy? Is it easy for you? Yeah. What condiment right. you'd wash in? Hold, hold your answer, Rosie. Bob, which condiment would you wash your full body with and you're not allowed to avoid any bits of your body? Well, the, the first thing I thought of, I'd probably select it, is um, white vinegar. <laughs> what were you going to say? I think. Would you, Rosie? I think. Yeah, that is so easy. I go for vinegar because you get a little tingle. <laughs> you would, especially yeah. around the anus. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! You feel like. Would it be I can't candle? think of another liquid condiment. Soy sauce, um, ketchup, oh, mustard, mustard, know, mayonnaise. You know what I tried just for the lot? Um, wasabi. Oh, yeah. yeah, if you want a bit of a tingle, yeah. I'll send you to the moon. <laughs> I think Dijon mustard would be quite exfoliating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Be a nice no, scrub. do you mean whole grain? Whole grain, whole sorry. Grain, yeah. yeah, don't use the... Do- yeah, the whole grain. Yeah, yeah. Well, well done on picking that up, actually. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> um, I do my big with um, tartar sauce. Why? <laughs> Why not? Okay. <laughs> Apologies. I do my whole lower body in tartar sauce. I could feel like a merman. What? Tartar sauce. Hang on. What? What? Wait, you think fish like being slathered in tartar sauce? <laughs> what are you I talking think about? If, bottom of my, if my bottom half covered in tartar sauce, I'd feel like a fish. Yeah. But if my top half isn't, I'd feel like a man. And so, top half of a man, bottom half fish. Google it. I'm a merman. <laughs> I think that's right. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Google, what is bottom half fish, top half man? (laughs) I'll do it in the interval, on private browsing. (laughs) Bob, do you remember uh, what, when we were talking about hot dogs and chocolate bars, we we talked a lot about chocolate bars when you were on as well, the the Dayan bar was only one of the chocolate bars mentioned. Do you remember your dream fantasy crossover between uh, hot dogs and chocolate? That was Mars bar and sausage in baguette. <laughs> it was a, did it, you know? Did you? Is this common? Or did you know they they cancelled the topic a couple of months ago? It's no. Oh. Bloody cancel culture it's again. Great, it's a great biscuit. Not made anymore. This year. There you go. Anyway. How often were you having a topic? Not often enough. No. Very neglected. <laughs> I think. I think. It, I think the most underrated chocolate bar is the Time Out. What do you reckon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say. It's a decent bar. It's a decent bar. I mean, I think Lion Bars are pretty underrated. I think they're quite yeah. good and don't get enough. Double deck, double deckers. Yeah. A lot of love for sorry, the double deckers. Sorry, I think they're the two worst. The double. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I'm not just being. They're just like. Yeah. They're virgin on the savoury. They're difficult. Savoury. They're, they're in the toffee crisp area, you know. Oh yeah, I remember you said toffee crisp is savoury when you were on yes. the podcast. <laughs> but you know that you know like a topic is a real indulgence or a caramel, Cadbury's caramel. Yeah. Delicious. In it though, oh, you know, compared to a, a double decker. Yeah, something to get your teeth into. Do you know? Do you know who did the voice of the caramel bunny in the advert? See the sexy caramel bunny back in the day. Miriam Margulies. Wow, 
I did the Churchill dog. Yeah. Which you can't eat. Yeah. It's not a... No, you can't eat oh, it. Oh, yes. That was a... I did that. I've never known you as a competitive man, Bob, but the speed with which you followed up, I did the Churchill dog. <laughs> well, I did the Churchill dog. <laughs> it's two. Fair <laughs> cop. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the caramel advert where the bunny said, never let anyone fuck you up the ass"? <laughs> you, you have to have heard the Miriam Margulies episode of the podcast yeah. to understand that. Don't worry, Bob. Miriam Margulies came on the podcast and uh, her, her golden rules for life were... A don't let the, don't a, let the sun go down on an don't argument. Don't let the sun go down on an argument and never let anyone fuck you up the bum. <laughs> Do you have golden rules for life, Bob? Rules for life. Golden rules for life. Golden. Golden rules. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, my two, that, Yeah, I. I think that um, it's important that when you're living with the p- other people, that you stay very quiet whilst they're asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I hate. You know. I hate. I, you know. People who are wandering around yeah. and putting. Re- you know. If someone's still asleep, just keep quiet. And I like to turn up on time and all. And I, I like those two because the two things that you'll never get thanked for. Do you know what That's I mean? True, You're not yeah. doing it for the thank you. Yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't, when they get up, you don't say to them, I kept quiet for <laughs> From inside a trunk. In the, you know, I think they're yeah. quite nice things to do. They're very nice things to do. How do you stay, do you have any tips for staying quiet while other people are asleep? Do you have any techniques? Oh, yeah. Well, I just stare out the window. Um, <laughs> count stuff. Stuff. You do, as you get older, you'll find you do stare a lot more, but you don't necessarily see more. <laughs> do you know? You're just staring. And if someone said, What did you say? <laughs> Not so sure. Whereas a youngster can take it in, Nish, you'd look outside and say, a Robin Bird in the oak trees beginning to, yeah, yeah done. That's a spot on impression. Yeah, of it. Nish often <laughs> says that. That's Robin Nish at the window. Oak tree. That's Nish at the window all over. Robin, Oak Tree, Rosie Jones, honking a tit. <laughs> Just like that, immediately, as soon as you said it. Beer down, bam, back to a beer. And then you pushed her over. Yeah. Disgraceful. Horseshit. Disgraceful. Off of the roach, right out that oak tree. This is so weird. Because actually my golden rule is always fuck Mimi and Margulies <laughs> up the arse. <laughs> <laughs> That's your goal. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All, always is the horrifying word in that sentence for me. I'm, I'm assuming you mean any time. Whenever you get the chance to have sex with Miriam Margulies, not just always. Yeah. Where's Rosie? Take a guess. You know where she is. Yeah, yeah. always. Always. I love Acaster trying to give her a way out of yeah. it. And her going, no, no, I've said always. Always fuck Miriam Margulies up the arse. Also breaks two of Bob's golden rules. <laughs> Rosie's late, she's fucking Miriam Margulies up the arse. Miriam's trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I unfortunately 
Definitely, Bob, I am quite noisy. <laughs> if you lived with Rosie, Bob. If I. If you lived with Rosie. Yeah. Big and if. Rosie, well, yeah, but. Would you rather live with Alan Sugar or Alan Shearer? <laughs> okay, yeah. Share a flat for six months. Yep. Oh, that is great. Shearer. Not even hesitation. Shira. I mean, Shearer seems like a decent bloke. Yeah, you're Sugar right. seems like an absolute nightmare. Yeah, that's a bad one. Yeah. I think it would have to be Shearer, wouldn't it? Yeah. Gotta be Shearer. I'll go Isn't Sugar. This? You'll go Sugar. You go Sugar. <laughs> Ed, you're diabetic. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the only sugars I don't have to inject for. <laughs> Couple of big dicks in the. <laughs> Yeah, Shearer, I reckon. Shearer, oh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bad one. I usually ask it with daytime presenters. Yeah. Do you know, like Martin from Holmes Under the Hammer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, that's a bad one because everyone just says yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Before you get to the second. Martin, eh? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, what's, hap- what's happened? He's gone off the rails, has he? I'm I don't not sure. know. I just, I, I'm genuinely mean that. What has happened? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been keeping up <laughs> with Martin's goings on. I have chestnuts at Christmas, mm. just so that I could say one, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, just one thing. Chestnuts, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, do people still have them, Ross uh, chestnuts? You do, do people still have chestnuts at Christmas? They're delicious, aren't they? It's getting hard, though, to get... Um, at the moment, the ratio I'm getting is about one good one out of every four. It's, it's tough, isn't it? Because the bad ones taste like shit, they really do. Right. Yeah. Do you ever buy them off the street vendors? You know, the chestnut street vendors? I never go into the street. <laughs> I hope. I'm either in my house or on parkland. <laughs> That's a, one of my rules. The third rule. That's what we're all waiting for. <laughs> never be on the street. Well, I don't understand the streets anymore, so it's best to keep keep on the parkland. Yeah. Yeah. What's changed on the streets since uh, back in your day? They wouldn't know, James, because I've not been on the streets. <laughs> well, do you remember what it was that made you go, "I can't be on the streets anymore"? To bloody chestnut sellers. Yeah. <laughs> They're big fat asses. <laughs> oh, no. I couldn't, get, I couldn't handle it. Yeah. There's not much to see anymore. Yeah, there used yeah. to be so much to see on the streets. Yeah. Kids with hoops, you know, kicking a ball around, playing rounders, yeah. bunting everywhere. Yeah. It's all gone. It's all gone now. It's all gone. That's true. Should we give Bob his present, James? Yeah, so, Thank you. Uh, Bob, um, we've tried... We've, this is a... Let's get the, the old cars here. Um, I hope it's a I, I haven't seen this yet. I'm quite excited to see this. Mm. What do they call those things? Pla- slabbers? Yep. Pla- slabbers. <laughs> slabbers, yeah. Slabbers. Is it a slabber? Yes, they call them slabbers. <laughs> they, they don't, do they? No. no. Uh, they call them robo-tits. <laughs> robo-tits is what we've been calling them. Do you want this on the, on the table or on your lap? I don't... Uh, uh, not on the table's fine. On the table's fine. Because I'm thinking it's going to be heavy. Yeah. Could be heavy. Do I just go ping? Just go ping. You can make that noise if you want. Ping! Shit! Now. So. Oh, I hope it's, it's not sausages. You can have it back. You've got a bunch of pocket meats there if you want them. So but no, also processed meats for you to get you the award next year. Just check the sell buys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, Another golden rule! <laughs> yeah. The um, Tesco Prime Cuts roast beef is two days out of 
<laughs> well, don't bo- don't bother me. Don't worry, gives it more taste. No, but I'll be eating the roast chicken last because that goes right up to Christmas Eve. Oh, lovely! Look, it'd be nice to imagine you on Christmas Eve eating that bub, staring out the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I might see Santa, and you won't. <laughs> you know. Bob, this is the present we're most excited about, though. Baguette. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so is it, has it got a big hole in it? It's got a, it's got a, it's got a boost bar in it. It's got a boost bar in it and, and it's flush. As requested, the boost bar is flush with the end. It's a bit, it's a, it's a bit like dealing with your dog when he... <laughs> <laughs> it... That's, that's, that's all right, Lassie. It was a, just a boost bar. <laughs> Stuck in there. <laughs> Now, do you want to have a bite of that before we go? Do you go? want me to have a bite of it? Well, you were quite excited on the podcast. When you came on the podcast... Is it a boost bar? Yeah, you wanted, yeah, but you wanted to have it in the baguette, and yeah, you wanted to have a bite of it yeah. in the baguette, is what but you want. On the podcast, you just wanted a, to be flush in the baguette and so is, you could eat it. It's fucking flush. It looks really flush. It's so flush. A glacier. It's, it's like a big pan of chocolat. It's a big moment. This is a dream of Bob's. My teeth, my teeth might come out. Genuinely? Genuinely. <laughs> if, I, if I bite it at the right angle, they'll stay in. Oh, no. No, no, no. This is very tense. <laughs> oh! It works. We're okay. Let's see if this is nice. Well, I think that's how we always planned on ending the first half of this show. Yeah. No, his teeth fell out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it delicious, Bob? It is, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. obviously. <laughs> obviously delicious. Yeah, but it would be nice hot. Yeah, yeah, we'll warm it up in the interval for you. Yeah. You can have it like a king. Yeah. Okay, thank you. little dessert after your first ever Nando's. Have that for the car on the way home. But yeah. It's, it's, um, I'd have just got one big carpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's just me. Yeah. Rosie I'm pleased to that. see... Um, it's nice to see a carpet. I was saying to Ed earlier, laminates... Yeah. Took over for a good period, maybe I'd say 20 years. Yeah. yeah. But the carpet is coming back and yeah. I'm pleased to see it. Yeah. I'll be honest, when you were telling me that, Bob, I didn't immediately think he's trying gear out on me. <laughs> no, I'm not, I would just, but like, if you use your front room and the wife said, let's get a carpet, you wouldn't say, well, I'll get four. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll be the same. Yeah. So it'll look all right. I would say this is about 12 by. 14, so yeah. 12 by 14, yeah. 12 yeah, by 14. Would represent, yeah, 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 12 by 14. Yeah. About that, big time. I said that when I came out, I said to Benito, I said, what are you fucking doing? So it's not exactly what Bob said, um, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said to me, honestly, Rosie, that's a biggest I've ever seen and I said you're lying <laughs> Benito told Rosie they don't make rugs bigger than this yeah. and he walked away bullshit who's bullshit Benito bullshit Benito no you were lying Should he's, we got, he's got a bigger rug than this in his pocket Benito <laughs> pocket. Little, little pocket rug Yeah. it looks like nothing <laughs> 30 foot. 
Well, I think that takes us nicely to the end. Yeah, I think so. Can we get a massive round of applause for our first three guests of the evening? Miss Rosie and Bob. Jones, Bob If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good or a digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you were up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mum's frame with new photos so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed, answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that <gasps> my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but yes. my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, may I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Yes, welcome back, welcome back. Do we have a nice break? Welcome back to the off-menu Christmas dinner party! I'm mad for it, Ed. You are mad for it, actually. The smoke and the lights, I've got my cherry Pepsi Max. You are absolutely off your face, mate. Loving it, look at you. I am loving it. Can't see anyone in these glasses, I can just dance the night away. Yeah, everyone left, that's why. They've all gone. Oh, no. (laughs) They were traitors and they got banished. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we had a little chat backstage about don't reference the traitors anymore because no one knows what the fuck you're talking about. I was told very clearly to stop. <laughs> but I can't stop because I'm 100% faithful. <laughs> you can't make me stop. I'm 100% faithful. <laughs> and I know it because I am faithful. Yeah. That's how I know. Because I'm faithful. But that's what a traitor would say. No. Don't, don't. Come at me with that. Guys, I've heard... I've heard James is a traitor. Spread it round. <laughs> Here's the thing, Ed. Mm. Talking of absent people, speaking of people going, 
we've, we've had three lovely guests in that first we've half. We've had some amazing guests. And uh, <laughs> we've got three lovely guests in the second half. But there were, there were guests who couldn't make it today. Look, we, we've had so many great guests in the past, and some people just, just couldn't make it. So, so luckily, one of the guests that we really, really, really wanted to be here. Yeah, he really wanted to be here, couldn't make it, but has made a video... Uh, for you tonight so that he can be here in spirit. So, so here's, here's a little video from a guest who, who can be here. Hello to the off-menu audience. I'm Dan Aykroyd. We hope you're having as much fun as I had the last time I spoke with Ed and James. You may know that I co-founded Crystal Head Vodka back in 2008. At Crystal Head, we use only the highest quality ingredients, pristine water from Newfoundland, Canada, without any additives, to create unique expressions of vodka. Crystal Head Original, our corn, our Onyx, agave-based vodka, our Aurora, sunset wheat from England, and the corn in our Pride bottle. They all make excellent gifts and are available for next-day delivery for those last-minute holiday thoughts. Ed and James, we wish you the best with your project. Happy holidays and happy New Year. He actually did it. Actually did it. And I, I would wager fucking no memory of ever meeting us. <laughs> no idea what he was saying there. No, we told Benito to ask him to do that as a joke. <laughs> and then Benito got back to us a month later and just sent us that cold with no, no, no text. There's that. And we could not believe it. I watched it 50 times in yeah. a day. There were, there were some stipulations to getting that video. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got it. We got the hood. So we, uh... No additives. We've just got to put that there for the rest of the recording. Absolutely delicious. The head. Not in the pride bottle, sadly. If you haven't listened to the Dan Aykroyd episode, uh, please do. It's the best thing we've ever done with our lives. Yeah. <laughs> episode is a, is a generous word. <laughs> the debacle. <laughs> Should we bring another guest on, James? Yeah, we should be standing should. For, the other, for the first guest. We should guest. be standing for um, this guest, actually. Very, very, very exciting. Uh, we continue with the fan favourites. It's, uh, it's only fan favourites tonight, because it's Christmas. Please, welcome to the stage, Munya Chihuahua! Chihuahua. Woo! Wow. We've not that that was the thirstiest reaction we've had tonight. Yeah, man, maybe we should have phoned Joel. <laughs> <laughs> how much of this is HM that you're wearing? <laughs> Be honest, how much of it's HM, Munya? Alright, so listen. I don't know if you've seen Munya on See, the on the tube looking very sexy, sporting a lot of HM gear. You see, I actually don't even like dogs, right? Right. Because I had some bad experiences. There's dogs on the shirt, by the way, just in case yeah. you thought Munya's... <laughs> I mean, he says Munya. weird shit, but that would be outrageous even for him. Munya doesn't think that H&M is run by dogs. <laughs> I don't like dogs because I've had... All the traumatic experiences you could have with dogs, I've had them. Munya, I'm just going to read... Sorry, I'm just going to read a message you sent me. 
this was uh, quite, quite soon after you recorded Off Menu, uh, yes. which you just admitted to me, by the way, that you had absolutely no idea what the fuck it was when you agreed to do it. Well, you didn't know what it was. When we started asking him questions about food, he had to just riff it. If yeah, you when, you, when the... you shouted that poppadom sing at me, yes. I was like, bro, stop trying to be cool. Like, I thought that was just a quote. No one has ever thought cool. that about me. <laughs> this guy's trying to be cool. Oh, you think it's cool to shout poppadoms or bread? Now, Munya, just because you brought dogs up, uh, uh, you, this might be something that you're referencing. So this was just... just <laughs> and just to, just, just, to re- just to put this text in context, Munya um, had done our podcast. He talked about uh, the time he got his bum stuck in a window. Yeah. He talked about uh, setting fire to uh, a whole bunch of gardens in Zimbabwe. He talked about... Uh, Covering his feet in Vaseline and skidding around in a bath to practice his balance. Yes, and then seeing Which an Which he elephant. then reused on Taskmaster. Well, he didn't mention on Taskmaster that while he was doing that, he saw an elephant out the window and fell over. <laughs> so that's the kind of episode we'd had with Munya. And then he said this text. So I said, podcast's out now, everyone's loving it, hope you're well. He said, yeah, just seen, thanks for having me. Three days later, yo, I forgot to tell you guys, my dog got eaten in a stew. <laughs> I don't, I Followed don't, by the I... crying laughing emoji. <laughs> yeah, three, three of them. I don't know whether I should tell that story. It's too sad. But, but listen. Well, we know the end. All right. I, I will tell Different. you that story later. Okay. But, okay. Well, this is what you did when you were on the podcast the first yeah, time. Yeah, but you, you, know, you absolutely you... refused to tell any stories. You were like, no, no, no. I'll save that for next time I'm on. Don't normally do that, wouldn't you? All right. So all, the, 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 the story about dogs that comes to mind is... That, it's not the stew one. I was... No. Nah. I was in Zimbabwe, all right? And I'm no getting, way. I'm getting taken to school. So as we're driving to the school now, I'm looking at the school wall and I'm seeing this dog like trying to claw its way in. So I'm thinking, this dog's crazy, right? Yeah. So anyway, my dad's like, just watch out for that dog if it comes in the school. Mm. This is your dad who uh, invented um, giant so, sensibles. <laughs> giant sensibles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants my dad, you know, his first priority is to protect me. He even, my mum even tells me a story. He jumped out a 200 foot tree to save me from a madman. So that, uh, okay, now I'm now I'm getting flashbacks to the first time we chatted, weren't you? Yeah. We were that, trying to that, tell a story about a mad dog getting into a school, and you've diverted into a story about your dad jumping out of a 200-foot tree. But the, which, by the way, doesn't exist. No, Carry no, no it does. It, no, hang on, it does. A 200-foot tree. Well, hang on, because I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, if a man jumped out a 200-foot tree, it will break every bone in his body. Mm-hmm. Sure. But then, if I say to you, oh, it's a rumor that pregnant women can lift cars, you know, about an eyelid. You, you, you have heard my that eyelids story. are doing nothing but fucking batting right yeah. now. And I'll no, be honest, no. Munya, none you, of that was in my head. You, what was in my head was what was his dad doing in a tree in the first place? <laughs> 200 foot okay, tree. Because look, the thing is, I don't want to get sidetracked tonight. So, look. Okay. It, none I, of us do. What, what, what story are you telling now? Okay, let me. Let Just me, to be crystal clear. Let me clarify a fact, then tell a little story, then the big story. So, the fact yeah, is, okay. when. Okay, when a woman's pregnant, yeah? Oh. Because they... Be- yeah, let's, let, let's stay on that, yeah, yeah? Yeah. Because their instinct is to protect the child, they get superhuman strength. If you Google it after this, can yeah. a pregnant woman lift a car? Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 hang on. I think that's Miss Marvel's do, origin story. I do... I do sort of know what you're getting at. Yeah. But I think it's a mum lifting a car up from her child that's already born. Why is the mum who has the baby in her stomach lifting the car up? Because mum's going around saving people because yeah. they're so strong. No. 
pregnant but, women. Just, so what, but there's what a window after the preg after the giving birth that she's still pregnant because the belly is still out. Right. Okay. So that's like, not no, still pregnant. It's post- not still pregnant after giving birth, Munya. Anyway, listen. You're now getting sidetracked because. Now you got us there. Yeah, we did get yeah, sidetracked. We did get by you. No, sorry, we didn't know what you meant by let, pregnant. Let, let, let me take charge. So, mm. <laughs> yes. My dad is in a tree. Yes. <laughs> yep. Why? In Derby. Now. A 200-foot tree in Derby. In Derby, I think we would know about that. Why is he in the tree? I okay. Have you never? Oh, come on, man. Have you never just seen a tree and thought? Well, what, it's, just, it's just standing there. You, I have to interact with it. Anyway, my dad, he likes to, to do these things. He likes to do these things. Anyway, he was in a tree, all right? I so was playing on the pavement. The so you're... Because yeah, okay. if, if you've got him on here, he'll tell you this story. I was on the pavement, playing <laughs> okay. around, and, and this so, crazy he, guy so, just starts sprinting towards me. Ah, ah, right? And my dad sees that, and he just jumps from the tree. Ooh. Because adrenaline... That's even good if, parenting, even, man. Even if he broke his bones, he wouldn't feel it in that moment. Yeah. I didn't say to him after that, oh, did you break any bones? That's the only bit of the story I know. Yeah. So maybe he broke his bones. Because if I said, oh, he, he jumped out a tree, saved my life, but broke all his bones, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. So your dad jumped 200 feet out of a tree, landed just on his feet like a cat... <laughs> And the madman did what? Ran away again? What? So if you saw someone jump out a 200-foot tree and live, you wouldn't be afraid? If I was a madman, no. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what happened after that. But all I know is there was a dog outside my school. Yes. Right? Sorry. Can I just check where in Derby is this 200-foot tree? Uh, it's a place called Allington. Allington. Mm-hmm. And in an urban area of Derby, because there's a pavement, yeah. so people are living there, yeah. there's a 200-foot tree in the middle if, of the pavement. If the tree is growing out the pavement, we can assume already it's a supernatural... You know, what? it's like an artificial tree. No, they don't Hang grow on. out of the pavements like that. <laughs> they, 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 when they're making no, the pavement, fact, they put it around this, the tree. This sums you up. You just said the word supernatural, corrected yourself and said artificial. <laughs> For a tree to make it through a pavement in the first place... It has to be naturally selected. So it has to be... <laughs> what do you think happened, Munya? Do you think they laid a pavement and then the pavement started going... Oh. <laughs> over time. And then a tree came out of it. Yeah. And fully, or, or do you think there was a tree there and they had to build the pavement kind of around a bit of the tree? I think there were several tree seeds. seeds. And the most powerful one is the one that flew through. Anyway, the thing is, this is a, it ain't even the story I'm trying to tell. I'm trying to say to you, I, I was that. in school and there was a dog at the wall. What kind of a dog was it? Do you remember? It had rabies. So when I... Ah, okay, I'm just remembering the shape of your stories. Basically, the stories within the story will be insane and the actual story you're trying to tell will be so mundane that you shouldn't have told it. Yeah. Only when I come on this show do I feel like they're insane. Yes. Any other time, it's a normal story. Well, you, you might want to rewatch a series of times. <laughs> dogs, right? Yes. They like activity. Okay. So yeah. it makes sense Agreed. that a dog would be near a school because there's a lot of fun and ball games, right? Mm. So, board games. Anyway, I just noticed that this particular dog is going crazy. So I go into school and I'm like, please, Lord, don't let the dog get into the school. You're worried about the it. The next thing I know, <laughs> this, is before the, this is before the school bell goes, I'm seeing. In the distance, various of my friends being chased by this dog. Mm. Right? Yeah, being chased. It's got rabies. Now, at the time, mm. uh, should I put this detail now? Well, 
at the time, I used to gallop around school. <laughs> no, one no one took it seriously, but this oh, shit really? was, This shit was... No one took the galloping kids seriously no. around school. Fucking tumness going I around. Go, I could go so fast galloping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how fast were you galloping compared oh, to the well other done, kids man. when they were running? You know, as a kid, you'd think to yourself, if I do anything that could get me bullied, I'll stop it unless it's, unless it's effective. This galloping was so effective, I didn't care. That's yeah. how I knew it was fast. So you, basically, the bullies couldn't catch up with you, right? <laughs> they were like, let's bully him. So why the fuck are you galloping? Oh, he's gone. Yeah, there's no point. Right, I'm looking at the dog. We could have caught him. What? I'm looking at the dog, yeah. and I'm like, I know it's going to chase me. These things always happen to me, right? Because it's chasing all of your friends. So, anyway. So it's already chasing all of your friends. The, yeah. the dog starts chasing me. Can you remember the moment where the dog saw you when you knew you, you were going to get chased? Oh, yeah. Because it was chasing a, it was chasing a girl this way. Yeah. And then it saw me and yeah. switched directions yeah, and began yeah, chasing yeah. me. This is how I remember it, anyway. And when I was running, what I distinctly remember is, number one, I was galloping. Number two, I needed, I needed to get new school shoes because yeah. one of my school shoes had torn at the back. Because of the galloping. So this dog is... This dog... Was it because of the galloping? Was it because of the galloping that you're, you'd torn your shoes? Yeah, well, why, why didn't they just nail your shoes directly onto your fucking feet? <laughs> I used to do a lot of... Um, Drugs. Sports... <laughs> I used to do a lot of sports, yeah, <laughs> including, uh, so, so my shoes had a lot of wear. I even used to do line dancing, can you believe it, right? No, wow. Vaseline or no Vaseline? Anyway. Normally at a line dance, you'd be tied to a post outside, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> they dismount you and then go into the dance. I'm running away from this dog, yep. and the dog is very nearly catching me. Yeah. Um, and I was afraid, because I heard what happened when a dog with rabies bites you, because we had a whole assembly on it. A whole right? assembly? Yeah. We had, we had, the only two assemblies I remember is, what happens if a dog with rabies bites you? And then number two was the Nesquik bunny, right? <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> this is a problem I can't keep up. I've got nothing to say because there's everything to say. There's no story about the Nesquik bunny, though, so the it's assembly, fine. The assembly, the Nesquik bunny You had a assembly, whole assembly about the Nesquik bunny, <laughs> Munya. Everyone in this room is thinking what the assembly was. I try to. I would like you to explain how there was two assemblies. One was what happens if you get bitten by a dog who's got rabies, and the other one was the life and history of the Nesquik bunny. And there's no way anyone else from Zimbabwe is sat there going, "Oh yeah, I remember that one." No, yeah. they will. They will. Or, or Derby, or wherever this. Where did this one take place? Zimbabwe. Well. The, 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 the thing about the Nesquik bunny story is that I find that very suspicious because mm. they, they had the Nesquik bunny behind the stage. What? S see, the way you, you, the way you said, to, oh, ladies and gentlemen, Munya Chihuahua, I walked out. They said, not only are we going to give you free Nesquik, but the Nesquik bunny is behind the stage. But to get him out, you need to shout his name. Yeah, Nesquik bunny. But the bunny's name was Quickie. Mm. So we just had a room full of kids screaming Quickie, which... <laughs> In retrospect, that's not cool. That's not cool. No. It's not cool. So, hold on. Do you know who did the voice for the Nesquik Bunny? Very much. Very muggly. Um, Prince Andrew. <laughs> that's why that the Nesquik Bunny never sweats. <laughs> um, 
You had an assembly that was basically a promo for Nesquik cereal. Yeah. Well, yeah, they must have had like a thing with the school. Yeah. Right? Anyway, Nesquik is not bad to drink, is it? No, it's very good for you, I'm sure. So then it makes sense for a school to partner with them. Was this, sorry, was this Derby or Zimbabwe, this story? Oh, this was, I, I don't, this was Zimbabwe. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. In Derby, they don't think outside the box like that. No. No. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's got the... too busy up a fucking tree. Right, <laughs> hookups with Quickie. <laughs> the Nesquik story, we didn't need to go there. So, the point I wanted to tell you, because the thing is, the maddest thing is, the dog story is yeah. not even a big story. You've now built it up to be this big story. Mm. But yeah, that's the, yeah, the, the yeah, punchline yeah. is, the, the punchline is, I escaped the dog, but it bit the whole bottom of my, of my shoe off. So, okay. So this is exactly what I predicted would happen. <laughs> yeah. The punchline is a dog bit the bottom of your shoe off. But along the way there, your dad has jumped out of a 200-foot tree yeah. and stopped preg- a madman. Pregnant, a pregnant woman has lifted a car to A pregnant woman has, mixed, her has lifted a car. in her stomach. Yeah, that, that happened. Let's not forget that that yeah, happened. Yeah. The next quick bunny, who we've just discovered his name is Quickie, we didn't know that, <laughs> came into your school for an assembly. The dog had rabies. You used to frequently gallop everywhere. <laughs> But all this to tell us a dog once bit the bottom of your shoe off. Yeah. Which is why it's amazing I'm wearing this shirt. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just amazing. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, Munya. <laughs> welcome, Munya. Oh, I'm knackered. Mm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Bullshit. So the, so the dog that got eaten in a stew is a different dog. All right. To me, personally, this, you know, this dog was always cursed because we got two dogs. I called mine Charlie from a film called All Dogs Go to Heaven. You heard, you seen that yeah, film? Right, so kiss of death That's straight quite away. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. My sister, <laughs> kiss of death. my sister called the dog Ginger, which is stupid because it was a black Labrador, right? <laughs> so already I'm thinking, you know, this dog is stupid. Um, this dog is stupid. Dog, not, with your sister. Sorry, I'm thinking, you know, it's cursed. It's cursed. cursed. <laughs> then my it's sister cursed. would do, you know, my sister would do all sorts of weird things like she would polish, you know the dogs underneath, they've got these weird like little uh, pads. Yeah, and they're paws. Yeah, yeah, so she would always clean the pads saying, oh, I'm cleaning the dog's brakes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm yeah. like, you so know So in what? your family, you're the normal one. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, we, I, we've I, got you, to do a podcast with Money's entire family. You, Not that we've been able to hear his because, dad. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> no one ever teaches you what's normal and what's not normal about a dog. So, when I... When I, <laughs> I think some people do teach that yeah. sort of stuff. I think that's actually made very clear what's normal and what's not yeah. normal about a dog. No. no. I didn't... <laughs> James... No. Stand corrected. I didn't go outside for a whole two weeks because I saw my dog's boner and I didn't know what it was. Okay. You know the, yeah, the pink shit? That, that, I, I, thought, I thought it was a disease. But why could you so not go why outside? Why do you have to go outside for two weeks? You were self-isolating. Weeks. No, I just don't want to be near it. I don't want to catch it. But wasn't the dog in the house? Oh, no. No, the dog was outside. Because it's hot in Zimbabwe. And you thought, if I go outside, I'll see the boner again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I misheard it. I, th- <laughs> I thought you said you went outside for two weeks because you saw a dog's bone. No, 
No, I, well, you couldn't go outside for two weeks because you saw his dog's boner. Yeah. I was traumatised. Sorry. You know, I, that I, makes much more sense. Here, here's the real question, mm. and props to the dog. How did it sustain the boner for two weeks? <laughs> uh, that was his pie. Yeah. <laughs> Will it? Uh, basically, I, I thought that the dog posed a risk to me because already once it nearly took my life, not by biting me, but because one day... I walk past the dog, yeah. okay, and I yeah. look, and, and, and you know, my grandparents had been to town, so I had a lot of sweets just kicking about. They always bought sweets yeah. from England, yeah. right? By the way, um, Benito just came over and went like that to okay. suggest that ben, the, the next guest is coming over, and I went like this. Yeah. <laughs> ben, Nothing just we let could me... do, we, we might as well have just like, put on one of the Batman films or something, is it like... <laughs> <laughs> it's no way, like we've just started Avengers Endgame. Well... Ben, as a producer, I would just say, do you want to bring on a guest before or no, after no, no, I tell no. you my dog was in a no, stew? No, no. We can't, you can't go... You can't go, and I'll tell you why my dog was in a stew when the next guest is on. <laughs> we'll hear about your dog being in a stew and then we'll bring out the next guest. OK, all right. Who I imagine has questions. This, 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 this is a quick one. So, I walk past a dog and, and there's, a, um, uh, there's a skittle on it. What? There's a skittle, like, like a, a single skittle. Like a, the sweet? Uh, this, the sweet. Not a bowling pin. Or so, so is this after you've not looked... You, this, this is... The dog is still alive. And, uh, but this is I after see, the boner thing. This is after the boner thing. So we've made amends. Uh, and I see the sweet on the dog and I'm thinking, you know what? My mum's always saying germs are good for you, whatnot, so maybe I'll try and eat the skittle. Off the dog's so back. So I go yeah. to... Uh, yeah, that's, um, that's what your mum meant. <laughs> germs are good now for you. Again, now and again, when you eat a sweet off a dog's back. How is it well, you even get balancing water, you people on the say dog's water back. off a dog's back, uh, water duck's back. No. So how is it different? Sweet what? off a dog's what? back. What the fuck? People aren't drinking water off a duck's back. That's not what the saying is. The saying isn't water off a duck's back means that people drink the water off a duck's back. Yeah, and I eat the sweet off a dog's back. Yeah, no. but, yeah but that's not. Water off a duck's back is water flows very easily off a duck's back. Yeah. You, you are talking about a dog with a skittle somehow balancing Bro. on a dog's spine. Yeah, the opposite. It's the opposite. If you take the skittle leave. off a dog's back, it's not going to go. What the? What, how, what are you doing? It's going to not care. Yeah, like the duck. Nothing to do with the duck. What, what, what are you talking okay. about? It won't care I, like the duck. So Guys. you are saying that the, the phrase water off a duck's back is obviously like, yeah, it doesn't, I don't give a shit. And you're saying skittle off a dog's back. <laughs> Because you dog. are the dog, and someone takes a skittle off your back, and you're like, eh, yes, exactly. Yeah. I think okay, most dogs I'd... would actually turn around and try and eat the skittle. Yeah. Anyway. Actually, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say, if you took a skittle off a dog's back, it would turn around and be like, and try and eat it, because that's what dogs do when you've got food. The point is, yeah, right. uh, I tried to, <laughs> I tried to uh, take the skittle off the dog's back. Yes. I, I was thinking, this, this shit is stuck down. Pulled it off, looked at it, I said, you know what? Actually, no. Put it down. It was a tick. <laughs> so you can see how I nearly died from that. Yeah, because yeah. you fell for the age-old trick. <laughs> I think the tick was a skittle and trying to eat it. Yeah. Off a dog's back. Yeah. Who you yeah. were previously scared of because he got a boner. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. So Which dog... presu- presumably you thought was a push-pop. That's why you're scared of the boner. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, for whatever spot. reason, our dogs always used to jump over the gate, right? We had a small gate in front of the house, always used to jump over. One day, the dog jumps over. I can't see it anywhere, right? So I climb over the wall, and I say to my neighbours, have you seen my dog? And they said, look, 
The other neighbours, they ate him. <laughs> they, they, the rumour is they put him in a stew. Mm. Yeah, man, I, I've gigged in Derby. I understand this. No, no. <laughs> Zimbabwe. Oh, all right. Because if it was a Derby, my dad would be on the tree saying, what are these guys doing? <laughs> yeah. Don't put it in a stew. Your dog jumped the fence. Mm-hmm. Like directly into a pot of stew? or <laughs> it, was a, it was going around. Going around, yeah. Um, which, is, which is sad because, you know, your, your dogs are your first line of defence and then you have... Not yours. <clears throat> in Zimbabwe, we have this thing called a bambuka, which is this big stick designed to beat thieves. And my dad actually broke that stick in half. Yeah. But I ain't going to tell you that now. I'm going to tell you that after the next guest. No. I love it. But yeah, just like every time. Every time. But I will not tell you that now. Well, we'll bring the next guest out. Now, oh, we do have a, a present from Munya, but I'm not sure... Oh, yeah, I wonder. ...what it is or where it is. <laughs> I honestly don't really know. It's, yeah. Is it this... It's just under the cloche. It better be a stickle. We can't, I've got no a, a idea skittle. what this is, Munya. Well, it can't be a skittle, Munya, because we can't... We, no, we, 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 we can't edit that. your present on the fly. <laughs> right, no one see. predicted that you were going to have tried to eat a tick once because you thought it was a skittle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming it was a tick that had the letter S on its back. <laughs> Shall I open? Yeah. Yeah, going for it. There's a pot of Vaseline. Oh, Vaseline. Wow. So now, that is because you like to line the bathtub with Vaseline and... <laughs> Pretend to surf in the bath. I'll be honest, we also asked for a paddling pool so you could try it out live, and we were told the insurance would not cover it. <laughs> Are you ready for another guest? You're going to get fucking told off, Munya. One of the OG fan favourites. OG fan favourites. Very excited to have her on. Please welcome Sindhu V! Actually, can you sit, can sit in the middle? Uh, no, no, I can sit here. That's no, fine. You sit there. Far no away worries. from me as possible. I have so through. much to say. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I have been bitten by a dog, 30, different dogs, 13 times before I was 10. 13 times? Yeah, 13 times uh, before I was 10. That's like 1.1 a year. Correct. But some of them were several times in a year because as a child, I loved dogs. We lived in the Philippines and... There were these gates, and then under the gate, there would be a little nose, you know. And you'd be like, oh, doggy, doggy, and the dog would be like, ah, and then bite your hand. And then sometimes I'd see a dog on the road, but doggy, doggy. And the thing is... So that 13 times. No, but then I would have to be taken to hospital, and because in the Philippines, dogs can have rabies, you'd get 11 shots in your stomach. Uh And my dad would take me every time. And, like, at some point, we would get to the hospital, the nurse would be like, oh, yeah, you, you go there, get your shots. (laughs) Like, it was that common. (laughs) And um, it was always so painful to get bitten and then have the shots. Yeah. But uh, oh, what can I say? I was a stupid child. It's not uncommon. Were you falling for the same trick every time? No, that the I just... the nose was under the gate? No, or but... Or were there different ways that the dogs kept getting you? Yeah, no, sometimes they were just walking by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and you had 11 jabs every time. No, no, because sometimes they were so close, I would just get the booster. Because I just had the 11 shots. <laughs> right? But the... I'd say seventh dog. You probably should have been like, I'll probably not tell No, I used one. to be like, oh, this dog is friendly. Yeah. And then the reason I never was bitten the 14th time was... Because <laughs> people are. No, on the 13th time, while my dad was taking me in the evening to the doctor, my mom said to me, 
इस दफे तुम घर आओ मैं तुम्हारी जान ले लूंगी विच मीन्स शी सेड दिस टाइम वेन यू कम होम आई विल किल यू बिकॉज एवरी टाइम योर फादर्स फूड गेट्स कोल्ड द डिनर and the dogs are exhausted of biting you <laughs> so i will say you come home today i will kill you so i was like oh she might yeah so it's then, another wonderful phrase from you on the podcast <laughs> uh, ever since to the hungry man even the door looks like crisps and so she said <laughs> next his mother told her growing up yeah and so i i was so scared of my mom i was like okay i'm not going to get bitten so it was 13 times so i get it dogs are dogs in the uk are so sane you know they're so sane they're like oh hi hi and they you know they and you can pet them and you say what's your name oh my name is ben's dogs called toast oh hello toast you know but dogs outside especially in india dogs will fuck you up <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to play you know and um yeah so that was one thing i remember and i was always fascinated here you can leave your dogs in the park and they play with each other in india they rip each other to shreds <laughs> So that's that. your dog story. I I was like, yeah, you I know, I never you. expected our next guest to come on and say to Munya, "Oh yeah, I agreed with that." Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I no, no. 100% was like we're about to bring out one of the, one of the most logical people that I know. Yeah. Munya's about to get torn apart. It's like, you're absolutely right, Munya. I was bit for 13 times. Yeah. But also our our neighbors lost their dog and my mother was like, "Oh, the opposite side neighbors ate it." She said उन्होंने तो खाया है दे हैव इटन इट एंड आई वॉज लाइक रियली शी सेड हा हा सम पीपल इट द डॉग्स शी सेड हा 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 मीन्स यस यस हा हा मीन्स यस यस आई फोर दैट वॉज द मेनेस्ट पर्सन हा हा सबरी आई योर डॉग योर मम्स नेल्सन मम्स बट ऑल्सो शी वॉज लाइक सो श्योर एंड देन वी हैव टू डॉग्स एंड आई ऑलवेज केप दम सीक्रेट फ्रॉम द लेडी ऑपोजिट बिकॉज I didn't want my dogs to be in a stew. She And also we're vegetarian so we couldn't even have. I'm saying my some stew. Uh, my stories are normal but you two you you gaslight me. Well, I don't well, I have to say we do. No, I have to say talking about gaslighting 200 foot trees and yeah. dads jumping out please please. Yeah. But you know when go. you're young you give your parents superpowers and that's cute. No, he told me that. Of course he did. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Do you know did. how high 200 foot is? I went on a ride at Alton Towers which is 200 foot. Yeah. yeah. And I understand that that might seem implausible but for example if you were to catch the random branch on the way down each time you know you Which reduce the momentum. Oh yeah yeah. So, so that's, that's what I'm you're not saying is. that he you're... fell down a completely branchless tree. No, you're saying he didn't. No, you're you're, you're saying you that your dad went do 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 do. Just like landed on his feet, you... beat up a madman and took you home, right? Yeah, yeah, it's next quick that day. Yeah. yeah. You're saying that your dad is Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, why is he always changing his names then? And also we have a stick that you use to beat up bad people and all that go. and it's called lathi. Mhm. Yeah. 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 just fyi how big was as this my kid? mother used to say lathi nikalu shall i take out the lathi then you say no no i'll do my homework yeah. what does that translate as shall i take out the lathi shall i take out the <laughs> stick we used to kill people and you say no i'll do my homework that's what it translates as yeah shall i take out the stick we used to kill people yeah yeah indian mothers they don't play indian mothers and indian dogs neither play <laughs> they'll fuck you up <laughs> how many times have you been bitten by indian mothers <laughs> Although now that you bring it up, my cousin baby did bite people all the time. 
Huh? Uh, my cousin Baby who lives in Bangalore and I'm going to tell her to listen to this. She's called Baby. She's like 48, but we call her Baby because she's young. And um, she was younger than all of us. Anyway, she used to bite people. Like it was a thing. She would just bite people. And then it became really fun. I used to have to go to the post office for my parents and we would take Baby with us. <laughs> because she bit people? Yeah, and then we would hold on to her and we would... And she hadn't bitten anyone all day. She was getting crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and we would take her and then we'd say, Baby, Baby. After we'd done our work, me and my cousins, that guy, and she would dash wow. and go and bite them, and then we would run out of the post office. And, th- and this is a 48-year-old woman? <laughs> no, no, she was like, I don't know, nine or ten, but so much biting. No, no, she was, she was young, but she was a biter. Yeah, biter. she sounds like a biter. Yeah, big biter. Wind up and just go and bite that person. Also, if it was in the post office, if it wasn't a very busy day, would she have to go all the way around the queue before she bit them? <laughs> No, she didn't care. She was like a, you know, the, what, what's that thing, the Tasmanian devil? Mm, yeah. Yeah, she would just go, like, just run through people, push them, push them. But you had to tell her the guy, the guy with the blue shirt. And she would go and she'd yeah. bite them here and then run. We laughed. It was, it was really fun. You know, like you some laughed, kids yeah. make prank calls. We used to send baby to yeah. bite people. <laughs> it's just my favorite moment, I think, of the whole evening. And yeah. it, it went large, largely unnoticed. Is the two of you are so much on the same page in yeah. the same wavelength? There's a point where you went, you know, that Tasmanian devil that goes round, and when you're really serious, you went, Taz, yeah. Had his, had his microphone down here, listening to Cindy's story, and just, yeah, Taz, yeah. Taz. Also, everyone else, when you said, you know, that Tasmanian devil that goes round and round, everyone else thought, oh, yeah, like the literal animal that gets called a Tasmanian devil. When you thought, Oh, she's referring to the Looney Tunes character. I'm referring to the Looney Tunes you character. Were, yeah, the Looney right, Tunes yeah. character. Taz, yes. Right, there you go. Oh, we, we really, we booked this lineup in the second half for you to come out and provide some logical balance, Sindhu, and it's, yeah, it's we, not paid off. We deliberately were like, we'll get out Monya, he'll tell his stories that make no sense. Sindhu will come out and absolutely, like, break it all down. No, <laughs> but I mean, fun. there's some parts of those stories that are very real to me, so... Yeah. You know, what about the eating uh, tick off a dog's back because he thought it was a skittle? I mean, all children are allowed to be stupid. That's fine. You know, I mean, and I suppose if you're used to... Uh, the thing is, what I really appreciate is he didn't eat it. Yeah. You know, yeah. because a lot of kids would be like, mm, they're no, you know, skittles sometimes are not so squishy, but let me try. Yeah. But he didn't do that. Yeah, actually, yeah. Monty, we should have given you props. Yeah. But my friend, my friend Michael Pan ate rabbit poo once because we told him it was Maltesers. There you example. go. I would have survived because uh, my body can uh, avoid poisoning. You know, you, okay, think about it, think about it. When I Ticks said, are not poisonous. Hmm? Ticks are not poisonous. How do you know that? Because we had dogs that had ticks and they didn't die. Yeah, but they... But they don't eat the ticks. They have it on just going for no, a week and I'm opening a bottle of them. vodka. No, but the ticks eat them. And the poison would have gone in. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Ed, you're going to want to hear Ed, this. Ed, come back. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, like when I told you about uh, there was a time that I drank a cocktail that had uh, almonds in it. I survived, right? 13. He's allergic to... Oh, allergic okay. to nuts. Oh, right. Nuts. And, and he, and yeah, he that, drank, um, uh, that makes more sense. You've got to preface it with that, Munya, otherwise it doesn't yeah. make any sense. 
I, I, I've eaten nuts maybe like, you know, a different like almonds, hazelnuts, peanuts, maybe like 13 times in my life. And yeah. So, Same now, as the dogs. Maybe you're not allergic. No, no. I, I, <laughs> Perhaps. This is what we thought it would be like. Yeah. Here we go. Because now you see what you're going to do. You, 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 I'm going to have to I go on a side mission. I can't podcast has turned into a pitch for someone else's chat show. Yeah, I mean, clearly... Clearly, everyone wants to see this podcast every single week. <laughs> but by the way, just can I? You and Cindy. No, but can I just say, in my defence, in the first half, I was mm. like, "Oh, food podcast, blah blah blah." I kept listening, and suddenly it was like Nish was like, "I have a lot of movements," and then Rosie came under honking her breasts. I said, "What the fuck is going on here?" Yeah. So yeah. I put on my AirPods and listened to some other shit. Fair yeah, enough. she did. Yeah, Fair she enough. did. Yeah, yeah. So where's the food chat? Yeah, but we're talking about food because nuts. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I know sure. I'm allergic. Skittles, Skittles are nuts. I know I'm allergic. Yes, you saw Skittle, but it was a techie. You didn't eat it. Because in Tunisia, I ate a nutty ice cream and I hummed my throat open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Because it was closing up and you went. Yeah. I, would, I, I hummed. To keep it going. To keep it going. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. No, I get that. There. James. What do you talk? I yeah, get yeah, that. No, because then if it's like a movement, it's still opening That's and closing. It, so I'm allergic. But the thing is, I, I, I was afraid to use an EpiPen, which is how James. I developed James. my resistance to nuts. James. They're Ed, not even paying attention now. Ed, guys, you, you, you guys, you have to listen to this. No additives. So, okay, James, take a seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, man, I am listening. Cheers, man. So you, you had an allergic reaction to... Yeah. Um, you hung, okay. you hung your throat open. Yeah, fair enough. So... Even, so even I don't get any. Okay. So, um... There's, not, there's nuts in it. I didn't use an epi- <laughs> I didn't use an EpiPen because I, I misinterpreted what an EpiPen did. So that's why whenever I ate nuts, I had to just find my own way of coping. Because I thought... They Please said don't to me, say you thought an EpiPen gave you an epileptic fit. No, no, no. Okay, thank God. Someone said an EpiPen is full of adrenaline, right? Now, what that does is when you inject yourself, it then makes you throw up. Okay, uh-huh. So I've heard. I thought when you inject yourself with it, you become powerful. Like, you become super strong and, like, go into a rage. And jump off trees 200 feet. <laughs> so I didn't know what would happen to me if I injected myself in a public place. And from fear of that, I just never used it. And that's mm. how I became immune to nuts. If you have EpiPen, use it. But until maybe last year, I thought that, you know... It could cause chaos. Just, I, I mean, I, I know I don't need to do this, but um, please know that everything Munya says is complete fucking bullshit. <laughs> don't anyone follow this? Yeah. But oh, also, the pen, then. but also, it, sh- it seems in Zimbabwe they neither explain dogs nor epipens, because he said, "Oh, they didn't teach us what was about dogs." They only taught him about Nesquik and Nesquik. If, if a dog with rabies yes. bites you. They didn't teach him about dog boners. What's your Christmas light, Cindy? So. For the record, I absolutely love Christmas so much. Yes, I love it so much. It's, um, it's a fantastic time of the year leading up to Christmas. Just in last year, I learned the term crimbo. <laughs> I love that. Happy crimbo. It's a good term. Um, I learned that from Becca, uh, who works with me. Um, anyway, happy crimbo. 
So I love Christmas. I've always loved Christmas. Because um, in India, everyone has Christmas, and there's Christmas trees, and there's, as I've mentioned before, there's Santa Claus in India, but he's not quite like your Santa Claus here. Because, I mean, it's a kind of a foreigner Santa Claus, you know. Uh -huh. First of all, not fair at all. So wears a lot of powder because it has to look fair like in the books. And then they sweat and it runs down their face. It's, all, it's not very convincing to a child. And, you know, sometimes it goes in their eyes and then sometimes it goes in their mouth and you meet them, they're saying, Maddie, Chris <laughs> Christmas. It's like, no. Um, also, not fat and jolly. Because in India, if you take the Santa job, you're probably not fat. You're need the job, so you're quite thin. Um, so, yeah, it's not a very convincing Santa, but it's Santa, and we have our Santa, and we have our Christmas trees, and it's great. And then now I'm married to a Scandinavian. Yes. And they have proper Christmas. They have candles on their Christmas tree and a bucket of water nearby. But anyway, <laughs> they have this, So, and I love it, and we have a very traditional Danish Christmas um, with very traditional Danish Christmas food. What's traditional Danish Christmas food? It's either a turkey or a goose depending on whether you, apparently, I don't, until 2020, I didn't eat meat, so I didn't understand any of this. It was like, it's a bird, and my mother-in-law has her hand up a bird, whatever, who knows. But um, turkeys, if you like to be healthy, and goose has more fat, I believe. Mm -hmm. It's that, it's savory potatoes, and it's caramelized potatoes, which I have mentioned on your podcast yeah, in the Christmas past. Potatoes, That's very did, important. Yeah. Um, it's two side salads. One of them has chicory. I don't know what the other one has. I don't like salad. Haven't paid attention to it much. Yeah, yeah. Um, why, why, why? No, and then it's uh, very important is the dessert. It's called Ris Allemand. And it's rice, it's a French name. Uh, it's rice and cream and almonds, and it's like a sweet pudding. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine because you're not allergic, so you'd be fine. We'll see. Anyway, um, and then. You just and hum, then, hum, the, hum the rest of Christmas Day. Be yeah, fine exactly. You'd just be like, uh, anyway, you'd just do jingle bells in your throat. You'd be fine. <laughs> But in the Reese Allemande is a whole almond. And, the, and you eat this thing, and the family member that gets the whole almond takes it out, and they get a present. So when I first got married, it was fine, blah, blah, blah. I was very competitive. I wanted to wish, you know, and I tried to cheat, and apparently that's not good. I, like, got my own almond, and I was like, <laughs> And my mother-in-law was so disappointed. Um, but then when we had kids, it's like, oh, the kids should win. And it's like, no, that's not how the real world works. You know, and then my mother, the first Christmas she joined, of course she cheated. Because, you know, it's like you want to win. And um, she was always so happy. The kids, the kids would cry. My mother would be like, I won. Um, and she would say they have to learn what is real world. <laughs> if you don't get almond, you're a loser. Anyway, um, so you have to get the almond and then you get a prize. And it's a huge thing. So what you do is you take massive servings. That's how I found out I was lactose intolerant. <laughs> Honestly, that's how I found out, because I just ate so much to win. Did you try humming? No, no, I didn't have that. I just, I was terrible afterwards, you know. <laughs> Diarrhea? Yeah, I, I mean, but I'm Indian, so if I have I quite ask. a steel stomach, so it wasn't yeah. quite diarrhea, but it was a lot of, Nish would love this, yes? just farting. Uh, he would love, love it. Yeah, he would love it. Nish would love it. Yeah, but anyway, so it. that's Reese Alamond is a big part of it. And then you have d two or three different kinds of Christmas biscuits, smoke hair and... The ones, and Brunkehr, and so, and that's it. And then you have marzipan roll, which is marzipan bread. So it's marzipan mm. with, what is it, nougat? Oh, so yeah. it's mm. nougat wrapped in marzipan, wrapped in melted chocolate. Oh, my God. Right, um, let's talk about that for a bit longer, so because that good. sounds great. It's so good. So that that's, is more dangerous to me than a sniper on the opposite house. Yes. 
Yes, no, no, this is, this is not the meal for, for real diabetics. For fake nut allergy, it's fine. <laughs> but for real diabetics, it's not the meal. I don't think it's fake, I think that it's not real. Anyway. <laughs> um, but what I will say is this. As a vegetarian, when I joined the family, it was like, well, what am I going to have for my main course? They were very concerned. So the second year, I remember my husband's aunt, they were very concerned because it's a formal meal. She made something called a nut loaf. Right. Why are you nodding, Munya? <laughs> that should be the exact thing that you shake your head at. I've, I've avoided it many times. Yes, <laughs> but I have to be honest. I ate that nut loaf and I wished I had a nut allergy <laughs> because it was, I mean, I'm sorry, but nut loaf, what, is, what are you trying to do? It's dry, right? No, it's horrible. There's okay. lots, of, there's too much going on that's wrong. Yes. So I didn't do nut loaf and then I would try and do my own things. Like, you know, I made mac and cheese for myself one year and it just didn't fit in with the formal meal. So they were a bit like mac and cheese. And then another year I tried Indian food, just took over the flavors so badly on the table. But now I just eat extra potatoes. Extra potatoes. Yeah. That's and, and, and also in 2020, I started eating meat, chicken. Why? Why did you suddenly start eating chicken after a lifelong being a veggie? Well, in the beginning of 2020, before we knew what it was, I got very bad COVID. Uh -huh. uh, very, very bad. And we didn't really know what COVID was yet. I mean, people were just fighting for to toilet paper in little, you know. They didn't really understand what was going on. Good old days. Yeah. And I got it very badly. And it was very And I couldn't eat. And it was just bad. But then... All my Indian aunts were like, you know, they were giving all those Indian things, like just have tamarind and hot water. That was not helping COVID at all. But then one of my friends, she's Jewish, she came over with chicken soup and she said, I know it's not for your religion, this, that. But at that point, everyone was getting very worried, including my doctor. She said, just drink this. And, you know, I had a word with myself. And as a Hindu, it's very hard for me to eat meat. But I was like, you know, I mean, it kind of is better than dying. It kind of is. It's just probably, and I have kids, and I don't, it's too soon. So I drank this chicken soup, and it, it worked. I wasn't throwing it up and stuff, so then I drank chicken soup. And then after a few days, I thought, if you're drinking chicken soup, you can't say you're not eating chicken. And so I started eating chicken. So just, to, just going to summarize this half so far. <laughs> don't take your EpiPen, it'll cure your nut allergy. And chicken soup cures COVID. <laughs> Cindy, we've got a gift for you, but I think, I think you've had quite a lot of your gift already, I'll be honest. Oh, was this the gift? No, 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 that's not the gift. There is a separate gift. That's that part of the gift. That is absolutely delicious. Yeah. He's not, he's not lying, he's that not guy. He's not messing around. That's, and that's just the standard call. I've got to be very careful with this when I'm being told. Um, oh, what is it? I have no memory, once again, of what this is. So excited. What I mean. Um, Another gift. Because this is going to take a while to get there. Uh, just a little uh, chat we were all having backstage. At one point uh, in his life, um, Munya was on uh, Tinder for a year and he got so few matches that he emailed the software company to see if it was working. <laughs> if only that was the end of the story. He then created a new profile to test if it was his profile that was glitching, uh, a fake profile for himself, and gave himself the name Andre Milky. But do you lot think that's weird, really? No, no, no. Okay. Do you think <laughs> that? Then, oi, do you think oi, that Andre Milky? Andre, Andre, let's. let's <laughs> it's white Russians. Uh, it's white Russians. Oh, this is white a dream Russians. drink on the podcast. Perfect oh, wow, for Andre. Yes. This is great. 
Thank you. This Very is, milky. This is um, this is a beverage of love for me. Yeah, you love it. Is, it right? No, um, I don't. Yes, but I also drank it first time with with this boyfriend I had, oh. who I love deeply, who's now my husband. So yeah, whatever. But um, <laughs> at the time, you know, we're still in boyfriend phase, so it was like. <laughs> um, when, and it's great. And then they become your husband, and after a while, you're like, yeah. Uh, but anyway, this still is my love drink, yeah. so thank you. To love, to love drink? To love. Uh, Munya, that, that's almond milk. Start humming. Right. So good. Bad luck. I'll just trick on the book, sucker. <laughs> Our final guest Cheers. of the evening. Our final guest is coming out. Another, another fan favourite. Another fan fave, a more recent fan favourite. He's been referring to himself as a fan favourite in public. Every time we've seen him, he has referred to himself as a fan favourite to our faces. But rightly so. Please welcome to the stage, Tim Tim Here we all are, the famous five. (laughs) Imagine us lot trying to solve a mystery. Oh, yeah. We haven't got time. Now, I had a dog. Yeah? (laughs) I can't imagine you with a dog. No. No, got stolen. Yeah? Well, I think eaten. Someone in the village, um, Jane from Jane's Frames. Jane from Jane's Frames? (laughs) Do you think... You think Jane ate it? To be honest, I don't think she did eat it, no. I never had a dog, but anyway. <laughs> but also, I don't think English people eat dogs. I don't, I don't think, think you think need so. a dog. I, no, I don't think they eat dogs. I mean, there are cultures where they eat dogs because they're like, it's an animal, but I don't think English people eat it's dogs. It's still an animal here. Right? Is it an animal? <laughs> dog? Yeah, but it's not an edible animal here. Mm. Mm. You seem like a very friendly dog. If you were like in an animated film, in like an animated film, you'll bed in in a second. You could do that in you could do that in an animated film. I just take that on face value. That's a very kind compliment. (laughs) Thank you. Do you know what you'd be in an animated film? Go on, careful. (laughs) Lovely hippo. Yeah, I take that. Causing mayhem. (laughs) That's nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is this the same film that has a friendly dog and a lovely hippo cause oh, it mayhem in it? Same universe, different film. Yeah. Uh, Tim, do you want to let us all know what we'd be in, in an animated film? James would be like an ostrich. I think he said Tim. Who <laughs> 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 gives a fuck what animal you think James would be? <laughs> Actually, we'll get James out of the way. Rat. <laughs> Weird, sorry. Weird, Mouse, weird. thank you. It's a weird no, rat. I think, I think, can I just say, I know he's asked you, but I think James would be an ostrich. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I, had you, you said as well. I had you down as the ostrich, Sindhu. You had me down as an ostrich. Okay, ostrich, I'll take yeah. it. I'll James take the it. rat. Munya, I forget what it was. Hippo. hippo. Lovely hippo. And so we come to a head. I genuinely think in this movie, it's not a criticism, you'd, you'd, be, a, you'd be a human. Yeah. <laughs> Weird farmer, yeah. oh, zookeeper. Man. You're absolutely That's spot on. Alcoholic. If you were in Alvin the Chipmunk, you'd be Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realise that that was the most insulting thing you could have picked. 
<laughs> in an animated film where everyone gets an animal, I'm a human. Yes. Wearing your little boiler suit. Fucking oh. So not a main part. What, who am I? Yeah, just deep, deep, deep background. So I'm one of the guys working at the chicken factory in Chicken Run. Yeah, basically. I don't think yeah. they've got one of the main animators to do you. <laughs> Trainee. Oh, don't whoop that, mate. Hey, you whoop away, it's Christmas. If you agree with it, whoop it. Hello, Tim. Hello, James. What's in the back? Poppadoms. <laughs> How many poppadoms you got? Ten. Ten. Do you want to guess how much they cost? Oh, that's a good game. Good game. Well, just guess them. Four ninety nine. What? What? Four ninety nine for what seven. What the fuck are you five? talking about? So in this, in the, in the curry house I go to, they go. I'll tell you what. I'll do nine of them for fifty p a piece. And I'll tell you what. I'll throw in a tenth for forty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you got them from Marks and Spencer or something. Why think anything? Good point. <laughs> Two fifty. Can I can I jump in and say something for this podcast because I love it dearly and I think there's a genuine love of food and food curiosity. And for this audience, may I just say one thing? Yes. For the people listening to this, it's fine if you want to call them poppadums. Ah. I don't mind. I think it's fine because that is the English word. Can we but have an alternative? So, no, not the alternative, the correct. Mm. <laughs> so, for those of you who are like, oh, I like this food so much, I eat poppadums all the time, just do yourself a favor and call them the real thing. You know, it's papad. Chris. Huh? P-A-P-A-D. It's just, it's just papad. And you can't say it because that's a sound only South Asians can make, but just say papad. Because here's the thing, when, you, when I see British people love popper, and then they say popperdom, and I'm like, oh, because I feel bad for them. Yeah. So just everyone on this podcast, just say popper, you or in your head, just think it, say, it's popperdom, but I know it's popper. Yes. I'll you be know? honest with you, Cinder, you said this when you came on the podcast, yeah. and it, it was too late thing. to change the catchphrase. And that's then we fine. went to America, and no one understood what the fuck we were saying anyway. But that's America, they don't understand fuck all. <laughs> They don't even understand who to get for president. They got that lunatic. Fuck them. Just Biden. It's I Papad. like Joe Biden. Yeah. It's Papad. <laughs> Wait, so we added on the dom. No, first of all, you put an O in it. Pop. Pop. Papa dom. It's like what? It's like, it's like if I call bread boda boda. <laughs> bread is not boda boda. It's what's, bread. What's the old for red? <laughs> <laughs> How about this? I, How about I, this? How about this, James? There's no downside to it. How about you just fucking do it? Where's if the I downside? Poppard or bread? Yeah, poppard. Perfect. But what if I said poppard or Buddha Buddha? <laughs> yeah, fine. But you know what? I just want to make it very clear. I'm saying this from a place of true sort of love for people who love food. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my kids make fun of me. They say, oh, when you, when you speak to your Italian friend, instead of calling him Lorenzo, you're like Lorenzo. They make fun of me. And I'm mm. not asking you to be that weird guy. I'm just saying for like us Papa. who know, just say Papa. No, there's no downside. I, I'll tell yeah. you what. Or okay, start okay, calling bread Borda Borda. Okay, but I, I would, I would right feel now. like a total dick in an Indian restaurant if I looked at the menu that says Papadom and look at the waiter and go... Three papa, please. No, because you know what the Indian guy is going to be thinking? Hella fucking luya. 
finally somebody. Well, I promise you, Cindy, this is a promise now. We've recorded quite a few episodes for the next series. But the next episode we record, I will say, Papa or bread to them. I will yeah. shout that. Great. And we will see how it goes. You, you see how it, it goes. I promise you I will do it the next episode. And yes. we'll, we'll see how it goes. Because saying a word the way that it's supposed to be said and it's not your language is not always something that's done with an intention outside of love mm-hmm. for that thing, you know? And I think we know you love Papad. Yes. So say it Papad and that's fine. And anyone who doesn't like it can fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's what I brought along. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just jump in on behalf of Zimbabwe? Oh. You know when you say still or sparkling? No. Yeah. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> just call it what it is, yeah? Still, and then as, as Zimbabwe's would say, maniac water. Okay. Maniac water? Maniac water. I'll do that. Next, you have my word, Munya. Okay. The next episode we record. This is genuinely like a Christmas party Do you want to add in your culture? Yeah, I would like to add something from my culture, James. Yeah. Yeah. When you say starter, we tend to say hors (laughs) d'oeuvre. Or fucking d'oeuvre. There's no downside. Just get it fucking right. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Tim. Thanks for having me. For a minute there, it felt like you genuinely turned up to a Christmas party late and you just stood in the corner with your first drink while people had an argument. For two and a half hours. Do you like Christmas, Tim? Yeah. Yeah? Do you like it? What's your problem with Christmas? Huh? What's your problem with Christmas? No problem, no problem. Can we uh, unveil the pop What? Unveil? Unveil them. Unveil. Yes. Yeah. But, Ed, do you like Christmas? I love Christmas. Yeah. I never got asked that. I'm, I'm, I'm about to get to you. All Relax. Right. Did Munya, you like Christmas? Munya, I'll be honest, there wasn't much of a fucking gap in your bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you like Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, do you like Christmas? It's okay. It's okay. Good. But we all are on the okay side of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, Good. yeah, yeah. I Good. love it. Yeah, just, yeah it's not, I like Christmas. Tim, what, we, um, um, what bag did you bring your poppadoms in there? The um, paper bag? Can that you says just... Jojo Maman Bebe. Yeah. <laughs> So just in case anyone doesn't know what that shop is, it's Maternity, Baby and Child, Nursery and Toys. Mm-hmm. They sell pop-a-doms? What's the story? What's Pop-a-dum. the story? What's the story behind that bag, Tim? What, what, what you got that bag for, mate? It's also very dirty on the bottom. Yeah, okay. Okay. very dirty on the bottom, okay. like a baby. So it's basically a case of where to get the bag and explain the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> so, and r- rather than constructing my menu this time. Oh yeah, no menu. No, no menu. menu this no time. menu this time. Um, oh, I bought a um, um, a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, you know, babe. What's it called? Baby. Uh, baby grow. A baby grow. Yeah, yeah, for my for my goddaughter Esther. Lovely. Yeah, that's quite sweet. That's nice. How did the yeah. bag get so dirty? And then I. Oh yeah, I wiped my ass and scraped it on the box. <laughs> That's my humour. <laughs> That's perfect stuff for me. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Now, Tim, you, you, you brought the, the papad um, because... Okay? Uh, Fantastic. Because it was a big, a big chat. The, the craze that was spreading the nation. Yeah. Shall I be mother? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Big fans of Shall I Be Mother. Look, look, you said it was a fan favourite, and it, it truly is a fan yeah. favourite. Do you want to explain Shall I Be Mother to the people who haven't heard the episode? Um, well, weirdly, no, I don't, because when you made up a Shall I Be Mother, it had nothing to do with me. <laughs> you pinned it onto me, James. You two hatched a plan to make me be a person who says Shall I Be Mother and Karate Chops Poppadoms. But, in actual real life, I don't do that. Mm. I think it sounds like exactly the kind of thing you would do. Oh, I would so do whether it. Oh, it fits in. I'm yeah. not saying it doesn't fit in, but I don't do it. That's like someone being, you know, arrested for murder, and then they go, did you do this one? Actually, they might have done, but, you know, yeah. you've, you've got to do the research. Research? Research. Detective work. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, when, it's I, not when true. I've listened back to it, you, you are the You've one. You've listened back to it? Yeah. Wowee. Yours? Bit sad. Yours I listened back to, Tim. You listen back. Fan favourite. Do you have listening parties? I think yeah. you're starting to believe your own hype. <laughs> you are the one who brings up shall I be mother as a phrase. Definitely. No, no, yeah. no, no. No, I'm pointing at James there. Ah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at people when they're talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bring it up and I genuinely in the moment believed that Tim would have said it. Yes. That's not in dispute. So I think it was fine to say you said it. I think it was fine to say that I once saw you karate chop a pop and say, shall I be mother? Pop it. Yeah. Here's, here's the question, Fuck Tim. Since, since, the podcast, since the podcast... Do you want me, do you want me to help, Cindy? No. <laughs> Pass it here. Pass it here. I can sort this. No, I see what you did to that yeah. bag. Right. Give me, no, I'm not going to do that. Pass it here. Pass it here. Oh. All right. You take uh, Papad off an Indian woman and say, shall I help? Oh, I, I will do. Yeah. Yeah. That's called, that's no, called colonisation. No, I'm not... Col- no, dear, I, you, you come here. I can sort I that am, out. I promise I'm not colonising you. What I'm doing is, I'm just saying, shall I be mother? <laughs> shall I be mother? Just so everyone knows, just so everyone knows, in 1757, when the British showed up, they said, "We're not colonizing you," and then they did that. Wow. <laughs> That's what happened. 57. I had it down as 50. Is it 57? 1757 Battle of Plassey. That's oh, when it started. I believe they screamed, Officially. "Shall I be mother?" Yeah, yeah, and they said, "Shall I be mother?" Wow. Yeah. Three it, minutes to six. There was a lot of chat about your favourite Indian restaurant. Favourite Indian restaurant, yeah. And you would not reveal the name on the podcast. Oh, yeah. If you announce it here tonight, Forgive. we will we will delete we will bleep it on the actual podcast. Perfect. But these people will hear it. Will you reveal? Yeah. You're definitely going to bleep it. We'll bleep it on the actual we will bleep podcast. It. But to oh, these, so these people, guys can go. Yeah, it's a mere two thousand five hundred people. Well, they're not all going to go. Okay, so we're going to get the name out there. I like going to this place. Yeah, it's really busy. Uh-huh. You can't just invite eighteen thousand people. <laughs> can you? Have you been to this place? Oh, you've not told me the name of it. Yeah, too. you used to the tell place? us the name of it. Okay, and you're going to bleep it. We'll bleep it. We'll bleep it. Wait, what, what is this? It's an Indian restaurant, and it's the best Indian restaurant in London. Yeah. And sometimes they have a sitar player. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, 
Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, no. Hold on. It's all right. Cindy's not going. So it's 17,999 now, yeah. so you're It's right. fantastic. Yeah. The guy who runs it is, is phenomenal, and, you know, he's, 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 he always gets us in there. If you are going to go, go. But go, you know, gently. You can't, you can't say a restaurant's fantastic because the owner always gets you in there. <laughs> That's the basics of a restaurant, I think. Do you want to know it or not? Yes. Masala Zone. <laughs> Fuck off! Fuck off, Tim. Don't do this to me. I do need to know. I, I know what it is. Yeah, nice, isn't it? Oh, yeah, just whisper to each other now. <laughs> he knows. I just told him to nod. Well, I did nod. I did my acting. Been in any fun lifts lately, Tim? Uh, yeah. When Tim came on the podcast, he went on a lift that, um, what was it called? Paternoster lift. Oh, yes. Yeah, here in, we go. Yes. In Sheffield. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. In Sheffield. In Sheffield. <laughs> fucking finally. Telling these guys, these twats don't have a fucking clue. I've seen it. Yeah. That I'll be honest, it is the first time I've ever seen anyone pull a neck oil out of a Jojo Mama and Bebe bag. <laughs> <laughs> have, you been on, have you been on it? 100%. And it's so dangerous. 100%. I love 100%. It's so dangerous. Because there's no mechanism, there's no emergency stop. So if, you're, if you happen to have very long legs... Big happen. ...and one leg goes on and keeps going up, it can be broken between the wall and the lift. It yeah. can and it will. Elevator? Yeah. Oh, you can there's lots of good men on that list. Ask them to explain it to you. Sorry, sorry, is this an elevator? Yeah. Uh, the, well, uh, why are your legs going up and down? That's only half the story. No, this no, but why are your legs going... Because you might, you might go, oh, there's a lift, and you put one leg, you are Wait, too wait, wait, slow you might say it. there's a lift and put one leg? What are you doing? You have to step into it. Just in case anyone wants the definition of optimism, Benito just appeared at the door and said there's five minutes left. <laughs> okay, no, so is this a lift in a building? Yeah. Always in a building. Okay, so this is a lift. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So this is... <laughs> this is a lift in a building in Sheffield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And somehow to organise yourself to get inside, you need to use your leg. Well, you, you always say? need... You always I think the that. phrase that Amunia didn't use was step into the lift. Yeah. Oh, so you need to step into the lift. Most but... journeys start with a single step. Dude, so I get that. There. But why do your long legs matter? Hmm? Why do your long legs so matter? The, the, this is a lift that is two, two sort of cubicles, elevators, yeah. or constantly rotating on a belt system. Oh, so thank you, Ed. It goes round and round and round, and you need to step in at the right point when it goes past mm. your floor and get off at the right point. And the reason it's more risky to tall people is, as a short person, if my leg goes in first, generally, there's not enough of it, so my whole body goes in with it. As a tall person, fragments of your leg can go in first. Fragments of my fucking legs. I have extremely long legs, and I have never put fragments of my leg into anything. (laughs) But anyway, was the lift fun? You know Cindy's body follows her legs, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but your whole leg went ahead of you. Yeah, because I was doing an impression of the the exact thing you're not talking about. Anyway, I've been in it and survived, so you can't tell me... You know how to survive it. You survived a lot of stuff. Dude, you survived nuts with a nut allergy. You are amazing. <laughs> and um, may I ask you a question, Minnie? Yeah. <laughs> in your um, paternoster career, why were you there, by the way? Did you study in Sheffield? I studied psychology. Right. Yeah. What? Psychology. 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 Would you major in yourself? 
You're like a Batman villain who took on too much of his patience. <laughs> I think you're a really nice chat show host. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Were you in the Arts Tower then? All the time, man. Yeah, sure. That was my thrills. My thrills. I mean, when you're a student and you're broke, yeah. you talk about struggle meals. There was yeah. days I was going back. Yeah. yeah, I remember I told you I ate uh, porridge with Vimto. That's how yeah, bad Yeah, sorry, it got. thanks for leaning around. Yeah. Tim's fully turned his back to me, even though I'm one of the hosts of this. <laughs> anyway, I've been in that lift because it's an easy thrill. Yeah, it's a lovely thrill. It's an easy thrill. It's an easy thrill if your legs don't follow your body and fragments <laughs> of them have to follow yes. away. And if you're short, a... you go ahead first. Yes. It's an easy thrill if you can get all of the fragments on. Exactly. Yeah. It's an easy thrill if you're a slinky. I don't know what would happen if you put a slinky on a paternoster. It's what really would lovely, happen if you put a the, massive this, slinky? This is the Christmas dinner party off menu. Yeah. And it really now feels like the end of an actual Christmas dinner party. <laughs> Except for the fact I, uh, that two I, and a half thousand people sat in front of us and we are all going... <sighs> but <clears throat> I guess my problem with that, mm. Ed, is I don't think I, I would usually use the term Christmas dinner party. Could you not? No, it's Christmas Day, and you have Christmas dinner. I mean, you well, don't say, we, let's have not... a Christmas dinner party. Yeah, fair enough. But we're not going to say this is Christmas Day, are we? What? <laughs> now, Munio. Fucking hell. You're joking. When you were in, in your career on the Paternoster lift, did you ever go over the top and come back down? You know what? I never had the courage... No, because too short. what holds you when you're going over the hump? What? <laughs> fucking gravity, Munya. Same as when you're walking over a fucking hill. When you're in a plane. What do you mean, what holds you? You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah, it's, it's basic- not Willy Wonka, mate. <laughs> this host. <laughs> Paternoscular scum. That. What holds you when you're going over the top, Tim? Do you know? I think there might be a grain of truth in gravity. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do it? Just the twice. <laughs> How'd it feel? Dicey. Tim, we got your present, but um, I don't know how it's, how it's going to feel. Now, now, Tim, I'll be honest, I feel slightly heartbroken by this present. We are so excited. You ready? Yep. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> Shall I be mother? Please we didn't know you were going to bring your own. Damn it. Here we go. Uh, you might want to shield your eyes in the front if you're not wearing glasses. To, to signify the first ever paparo bread. Yes. Here we go. Oh, oh lovely. Do you want to say it? Pablo bread! Pablo bread, Tim King! Pablo bread! Shall I be mother? Yes, yes. please! Yes. Yes. Oh my fucking hell! Wow! Disintegrated it! Look, Look at that! Mess. Honestly, are you the Incredible Hulk? <laughs> that is fucking insane! Turn it to dust! Thank God we, we rented these four carpets. <laughs> Because the poor hay Dougie set would be ruined. How have you done? That is incredible. <laughs> Absolutely. You saw how? Fucking hell, man. How have I done One it? step away from being a smoothie. Well, what I, I did was, I, 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 I did it at home, made them into crumbs, 
And then, so they're very, so they're ready to go. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you know what it is: Indian moms, Indian dogs, and Tim. They don't fuck around. That's that's that. That's what it is. Absolutely. Wow. Well, that feels like an appropriate place no, to does. end the dinner Absolutely. party. Uh, thank you so much for coming to this, the longest dinner party. Um, you've been an absolutely incredible audience. Thank you so much. Let's hear it again for Tim Key. Munya Chihuahua. Sindhuvi. And Ed Gamble. James A. Kessler. You get a white Russian. Who would like that? There we go. We'll need that glass back. The great Benito brings them from home. Uh, thank you very much. Have an amazing Christmas. Thank you so much, Gideon. Well, there we are. The off-menu Christmas dinner party, live, recorded at the South Bank Centre. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming. Best of the year is on its way. Best of the year episodes coming very soon. Uh, have some nice food at Christmas. Yes, we're recording this uh, outro live right now. So Ed and I are in our different uh, families' Christmas homes. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's awful. It's ruining the Christmas dinner. It's all, uh, People are very angry with me. Here. Yeah, they hate it. Bye. Goodbye, Chris. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you enjoy... Well, um, there's another there's a, uh, another podcast just coming out. Oh, no, the podcast is out now. Yeah. If people have enjoyed Off Menu, will they enjoy... Lucy and Sam's perfect brains. I don't. I don't know. There's well, there's a bit of a crossover. We talk about um, maybe you know a couple of food uh, issues. We talk about cutlery, and that's near food. We reckon it's out now. Not soon. It's now. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. If you like James, and if you love Ed, you might get a kick out of this. But yeah, again, no pressure. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's perfect brains. <laughs>